can we all say bet on the count of three? Three, two, one. Bet. bet. Nice. I think that's the that's the literal intro to this podcast. Right, <laughs> Ready? We're gonna do runaway. Uh, we're gonna do the start of that. Where do you reckon I should take it from? Like here? Yeah. Okay. Good idea. I'm gonna move it back to there. The two minute mark. All right. Three, two. This is gonna be hard as fuck, but I'm, I'm gonna make it happen. One. Back to Cramples. My name is Samuel Rees. I'm your host. Today we have Nyo on the on the podcast. Good to have you, bro. Appreciate Good to have you. Good this is you. Dude, let's hear this out because this is cool as fuck. Um it's real trippy. I love this shit. I'm like a big album man, and so I listen to shit like beginning to end, and I did oh, it with yours. It sounds good. It sounds good. Appreciate it. Uh, Always, bro. Oh, that's fucking chaotic. It's my, it's my dad. Hell yeah. That's cool as fuck. That's cool as fuck. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. My name is Sam Rees. I'm your host. This is Crambles, all about talking shit. Uh, pretty much, cre- Cramble stands for creative rambles. I was, I yeah. was so tripping out, tripping out of the name. Being, like, yeah, I was thinking cookie crumbles in that. Mm, I mean, <laughs> same. Do we get like a, a pack of cookies for every show from now on? You've I just started know. a new trend, bro. Yeah, word crambles. Sh- shit, man. Crambles. Um, before I forget, can I get you, producer Renee? Uh, say hi to the mic, by the way. Hello. First, first time we have a producer on here to get my notebook because I did write down notes, uh, and and now I don't have my notebook. And like, what does a man do without his notebook? Exactly. Jesus. Hey, bro. <laughs> so, bro, I'm gonna get you to introduce yourself. Who Who are you? Uh, what's your jazz? What's What's your art? And uh, we'll go from there, man. Yeah, uh, my name's Nerd. I'm a artist, hailing from Ipswich, Brisbane. Nice. I make all types of music, mainly mainly hip hop. Um, yeah, I make beats sometimes. That's the way, bro. Yeah, I've listened to your shit. It's so cool. Midnight Gospel is your newest EP out. Working on any new shit? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like real, real conceptual new shit coming. Hell yeah, bro! Yeah, it's like it's it was like months in the making. I kept like re the, this new EP. I kept like re um restarting it, different sounds over and over and over again. Yeah, and then it just got to the point where I was like, damn, I like I need to put something out, and I mm. don't like all these different because they sounded differently. All of them, I and it's like. I just I just came to the point where I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna get the best of it and then add some and then I found a whole new sound. It's like damn, this is crazy. So Hell yeah. That's yeah. always the way, man. Through the doubt, it just came to be good. So yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Playing playing around I think always helps because like you have these moments of like just there's nothing happening in yeah. the creative world and then all of a sudden you just get a few little like yeah. finicky ideas in your head and it's just <laughs> yeah when you look at it in hindsight you're like oh this is this, this worked out perfectly but when you're in it it's just a mess bro. it's a mess bro it's, a mess. it's always a mess and it's like i think that a lot of what drives artists is that like little voice in our head saying like yeah. gotta do it gotta do it yeah. bro i got i got a few questions for you man i always write down like a few little general notes I, i'd love to know like how the fuck you got into music because like doth told me it was like the whole like you know music at home um he's african so music is in his blood yeah. um and yeah the same as like the church choir choir stuff so 
interested to see how similar you are. By the way, uh, for our listeners and viewers out there, if you remember episode one, we had Jan and Doth on from Bad Posture. This is Doth's little bro. Uh, always, always a musical family is always good for me, man. Yeah, it's always nice. So, like, I think how we got started is it's like my dad's like a pastor. So, oh damn, me in church, we I'm on the I'm on the drums, I'm on the piano, I'm on the. This is all like when I'm six, seven years old, just mm. learning all these different instruments. And I feel like I just got had a niche for it, and I just kept, kept, just kept doing music, you know. So like, and then I think it was like, when I turned fourteen, I went to my cousin's house. He had a studio. Lay down my, my first like it's it's a goofy ass song, bro. Oh, <laughs> I used to skate, so it was about like making fun of people that wear thrasher. <laughs> like they don't skate. It was crazy. Wow. It went hard in my school. So <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, and then people just kept asking me like kept asking me to make music and i got it with my cousins we had a group called ruin we started making music like that and yeah from there it's just that's how it got started just this church and yeah hell yeah and then you just kind of grew into it hey yeah for sure it's, it was i think i wrote my first song i was like six years old about some church girl <laughs> damn damn was <laughs> yeah. it like a love love bomb? hell yeah fuck yeah uh, i don't remember what it was but um that's like the first first thing i written down it's funny shit that's cool as fuck it's hilarious that is that is really really cool, man. Um, so so would you say that like, the the church upbringing of like the drums and piano and that kind of thing shaped you musically, or did you kind of span off and like get inspiration elsewhere? Uh, I feel like religion was always just like the the base, and then it's it's it's, a, it's I see the world through religion, right? Mm-hmm. So my music is like seeing the world through religion. So when you listen mm-hmm. to the midnight gospels, it's like me talking about, you know, just growing up in, like, a rough area and just being around the wrong people and that. And yeah. Just, you know, but um, it's always about... It's, I mean, it's called Midnight Gospel, so it should speak for itself. It's <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. I did enjoy it, dude. The the album cover is interesting, too. Who Who is that? <laughs> Who's the bomb? If if EXO fans know this, but, like, um, The weekend, yeah, we had a few mix... Uh, a few mixtapes before, like House of Balloons and that. Yeah. And... It was, that was one of the covers for if you go on youtube and search up his song it's one of the covers for it oh damn i really just screenshotted it damn that's cool though you yeah, know this is like i'm gonna reuse this yeah this looks mad cool so i'm gonna just crop it a bit you know i didn't keep where i did <laughs> fuck yeah dude that's yeah, that's bro. cool as fuck yeah. so do you have any like uh big influential musicians that do shape you like obviously you've listened to the weekend since he was pretty early then yeah um, I, yeah just just the weekend i, I don't listen to anything else just the weekend yeah just the weekend <laughs> Damn, yeah. I, was, I was gonna say, dude. I was, yeah, if if that's it, I mean, <laughs> go for it. But that's a lot of like just weekend to listen to, bro. Yeah, I mean, like I religiously listen to the weekend. So, mm. but like I, you know, I, I listen to like, you know, Joel. Um, what else do I listen to? I listen to Lana Del. Rey. I love Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Damn. I don't even listen to like rap that much. Oh shit! I get a lot of my inspiration from like, you know, singers and that because I feel like they have like. Concept, their concepts, their concepts are just really broad and like it's beautiful. Yeah, I take inspiration from that, so no, you can I hear it in my beats and that it's very hypnotic in a way. I feel that that's yeah. that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So let's talk a little bit about uh your your discography. I think it's called um all your songs that you've got out. Uh, obviously I know what's on Spotify, but you've obviously got some stuff on like YouTube and stuff like that. From SoundCloud before. and stuff. Yeah. SoundCloud, yeah. SoundCloud. When when did you release your first song? When was like that dropped? My first song was 2017. Damn, what was it called? It was Poses. Shit, should we get it up? Shit, 
it's private, so. Ah, <laughs> shit. I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Go, go, go to my SoundCloud. You'll see, you'll see go, it. Go to SoundCloud. I'll, Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll private it after this. Make, make sure you um, make sure you like send me the link so I can link yeah, it in the, sure. in the bio. Yeah. So, what what was poses about? Let's just give it a little bit of a description. Poses was about. People wearing thrasher uniforms and all this stuff. Oh, that stuff. one? Yeah, that's that one. so cool, dude. And yeah, just making fun of them. Fuck. And what? What is? <laughs> why? Why did you do that? Were you really fucking just pissed? At I like was into skating. skating. Yeah, I was young, so it was just like, and I, I, I could never like really, I could never like afford thrasher or like vans and right. stuff like that. Yep. So I'm just like seeing all these rich kids just buying. They don't even skate. Like they have no idea what skating is or like. It, 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 it pissed me off. It was just an so aesthetic. I just, for so them. I just got in the studio and I dropped some bars on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just fucking killed them because yeah, of that, bro. bro. I think was like, like 15 or something. Shit. Yeah. Damn. That's that's pretty cool, man. And then from there, when what was like next? Did you when did you release your first EP? Because Midnight Gospels is your first, right? Yes, my my first single EP. Yeah, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I released that last year, November 18. Damn. Yeah. And what inspired midnight gospels because from my listening of it it well it was very like talking about like god and, and a lot of that um growing up with bad people so it was kind of quite a the kind of musical like journey but what what inspired you to write that because obviously anything musical is also a story yes um which is interesting to hear what your story is i feel like mm, i feel like when i was writing those songs it was in time of my life where i was really just into just things that my parents would definitely not approve of. So, <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like being an basically just adolescence and just growing up and, you know, finding yourself in this world. And sometimes when you find yourself, you find yourself in a shit place. So. Yeah. Yeah. you you find yourself out of like, um, mistakes and trauma that just turned off. I thought, I, I think I heard it. Hey, Audio only, baby. Audio only, <laughs> only audio. Listen to audio only now. Uh, you got like the first 13, 10 minutes of this this script. That's that's it. Um, I'm gonna play some here. What what track did you start with? Did you start with different? Was that different. the first one? That's my favorite song ever. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Let's check it on in the background. Talk me through it. Oh, uh, found a trippy ass beat. Hmm. And just started tripping and then started writing. Damn. Did you did you explore with any of that kind of like psychedelic nature through like writing this in that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, give it, we'll give it on the DL. We'll give it on the DL. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I can definitely hear it within. Um, you know, I write. I know I, I know when I can hear authenticity. I pray repentant in advance. My mama really ain't a fan. She want to know where I am. Ten toes in the city. I got all my niggas with me. Love the money in the biddies. Counting these hundreds. That pretty much sums up like that's the, that's the, like perfect intro for like this whole album's about. Mm. It's like real ignorant kind of vibes, but at yeah. the same time you're kind of conscious of like, oh, if I do this, I'm probably gonna go to hell. Damn, yeah. that's fucking morbid. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, yeah, because it does it does sound like the whole like you know I got my my homies with me kind of shit. It's like you know I got these people. I can just do my shit. No one else matters. Like that's yeah. it, bro. I'm I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna commit. Um, yeah. 
so yeah that's that's really cool so did you write this in retrospect or were you writing this while this was happening yeah i feel like when i'm making music when i'm make, i'm, I'm not really conscious of like what i'm trying to like create i'm just writing mm. bars or whatever but in hindsight when i look back it is like okay i feel like it's all subconscious mm. all this music i'm making it's it's not it's not i'm not, I'm not out there trying to make this like when i made men gospels i wasn't trying to make it like some kind of midnight gospels kind of get like ghetto love song album or whatever it's just like yeah so I, I, I named it after i got all the all the tracks and everything that's when i named it after so like yeah yeah you don't really i don't really know what's gonna be until until uh, it was yeah until it was that's so cool yeah it's like you didn't set out with any goal no. it was just there it just it's, happened it's just there. i feel like ideas they're not they're not created here they're up there and they yeah they come to you I, f- I fucking feel you yeah yeah because you, you don't know much about me i'm a i'm a screenwriter musician kind of i used to make music no. made a beat not long ago it was kind it was kind of good um it's kind of good it was kind of good i, did, I didn't <laughs> like it 100. i met a, i met a music girl and that was that was the inspiration oh, really? i was like oh shit <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot how good music was and she's like a multi-instrumentalist and i was like okay shit i need i need to write some shit about this yeah word. um but yeah, no, I I feel you. I never really have any idea what I'm about to write. A um, lot of lot of a lot of filmmakers and musicians tend to act like they had it all figured out before they went into it. Yeah. I got shit figured out. I did a, I did a story plan. I did a I did a music board. Whatever the fuck it is, I'm like, nah, man, you're lying. <laughs> you're lying. I think I think in a way you can know where you're going, but you don't want to just trust the process. Yeah, trust the process. That's don't it. box yourself in. Don't box yourself in. It's it's real bad. Um, so you finished this one. You finished Midnight Gospels. I know for a fact you just finished another EP or album this time. Is it bit I, I don't know what to. I like calling it EP because I feel like album. You gotta be like big for that. Mm, <laughs> I plus it's not even that many that. songs. It's like six. It's always, oh, it's always gonna be six. six. That's yeah. nice actually. That's it, they do. It's digestible if that makes sense like if yes. someone comes out with an album of like 40 songs or 20 yeah, songs you're like exactly. fuck okay i gotta get through this shit for like two three hours whereas six songs it's about 40 minutes yeah and at the same time i'm, I'm recording this at home like, I'm not, yeah I'm not in a big studio or like just making these long ass five minute songs <laughs> yeah yeah do you um come here much to record i anymore? used to come here in 2018 19 yeah a lot this exact room just not anymore um nah we got our own bought our own equipment oh nice set it up in mom's garage fuck yeah dude that's so cool how's the vibes there instead of like being in like a formal studio like this because you can kind of just record it's, whenever it's you want way less pressure yeah because like i used to like i used to sleep next to the studio equipment so i'll just wake up and just <laughs> damn yeah so no traveling to 42 valley nothing yeah fuck because you're in ipswich yeah, yeah so you gotta go all the way through fucking damn i feel like Ipswich just has a nice vibe too this which oh, does actually yeah. i think i'm filming some shit down there soon i'm just oh, not yeah. sure um because i try and stay stay uh stay true to brisbane council but, yeah. but it's always good to venture out i haven't really been to ipswich much because i just only moved here in january Word. um i think i've been like once to like leichardt quite of it's kind of area if that's how you say it yeah true i haven't been to like ipswich city like I've, i don't go there often i just stay around good night areas oh nice 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 yeah so do you get a lot of inspiration for your music from that kind of like suburb culture as well? It's nice out there. A lot of the content, yeah. Damn. For sure, definitely a lot of the content. A lot of the lyrics came from, mm. I inspired by that place. Um, but yeah, I, I'll, 
Yeah. That's cool as fuck. That's cool as fuck. Do you have any like creative process that you to get loose? Do you go out and like explore? For sure. I used to get on my dirt bike and just go to the the, the woods and stuff. Fuck yeah. Yeah, just like feel the vibe. I usually listen to somebody else. Like, have you heard of Rory? Who? Rory. No, I haven't. Oh uh, well, yeah, he's an he's an artist. I used I used to like just go out and listen to him in the bush, in the woods, or whatever. Yeah. Always find some inspiration all the weekend for sure. Fuck him on. Let's let's listen to oh, some word. shit. Yeah, dude. Um, because we're Spotify only, we can kind of kind of go. What are you looking for? I was gonna look for SoundCloud, but you're Spotify only. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm Spotify. Oh, calm. He's on Spotify too. Oh, he's on Spotify. Sick. I don't think his new stuff's on Spotify. Oh shit, he's stuck with SoundCloud, hey. R a u a r y. R a u. R A Y, R Y, R A U R Y. Yeah. There we go. Is that him? Yeah. Is the woods there? The woods. Woods, woods, woods. Okay, go to all we need. Yeah. Let's play some of that. Damn. Okay. Yeah. I usually listen to this just all the time. That's why I got a lot of my inspiration from. Cause he kind of looks at it the same way I do. It's it's yeah it's, he doesn't yeah it's through the eyes of like religion, damn. Just growing up in Atlanta. That's cool. That's cool as fuck. So is it what do you what do you identify as religiously? Is it Christian or is it Catholic? Christian. 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 That's cool. That's cool. OG. Yeah. Damn. And and you've grown up in church your whole whole life pretty much. Entire life. Entire life. That's cool as fuck. I have a lot of respect for that actually because like a lot of, a lot of uh, rappers, I don't like using that word because again it it puts a box. But like, Word. yeah, uh, a lot of rap rappers, um, you know, some are hit or miss, dude. I, I really like um, your brother's shit and Yan's shit. Uh, I really like your shit. I listen to some of your friends too, actually. Some of the people that you collabed with, I like their shit. Uh, I like a lot of like Tyler, the creator, even though his shit is a little bit more outlandish. It's still respectful. It's like creative outlandish. Frank Ocean, same, same sort of shit. Uh, Kendrick, sometimes... Sometimes Kendrick's hit or miss for me because I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, Kendrick, you're just talking about you want your dick to get Don't big. Don't speak on Kendrick. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, look, <laughs> I'll take that risk. <laughs> Sorry, Kendrick. Uh, just, just like, yeah, I like a lot of people and I dislike a lot of people, but I have yeah. a lot of respect for people who can be like, they, they have a reason why they're doing it. They have something to speak about. It's not just shit. This yeah. sounds very like I can speak about something too. I think... Yeah, for me, art is is a reflection of personality and a reflection of experience. So, how do you see art? That's an, that's an interesting question. So how do I see art? I see it as like trying to trying to how do you say it? Make it like make like make make the universe graspable. Like you can grasp it in your hand or you can listen to it. Everything makes sense. But the universe is so endless. There's so yeah. many different things to do, places to be, places to see, things to think about, thoughts, ideas, just running all over the place. Mm. And art is just someone just plucking out into the air and grabbing it. And just it fucking, down. yeah. They're just taking what they see, what they experience, what they feel and turning it into something tangible. Tangible. Something, something digestible and understandable. Yeah, like, what would you do with that? Like, what would you do with the art? I don't you, know. Like, yeah. this, that, that, that wall is art. The, these photos are art. This music is art. Exactly. It would be so dull. Life would be dull if we were all the same. Dull. 
I think that's what I appreciate a lot about like music too. Everything everything sounds different. I don't think there is two musicians who are a hundred percent the same. You know, you might have similarities, but I don't unless think you're trying to be unless the same. you can almost get there. You can almost get there <laughs> if you're if you're a copycat one hundred and ten percent. I mean, there's yeah. people who can fucking you know. I would say that a lot of like, um, uh, who did I listen to not long ago? And I was like, dead ass sounds like Shawn Mendes. Uh, uh, Rule sounds dead ass like Shawn Mendes. Word. Yeah, yeah. Word. You can't tell yeah. the difference between the two no. of them. No. If you put them on a track next to each other, <laughs> they, they sound exactly the same. And I'm like, but that worked for him. And I did see him, like he was uh, one of the opening acts for Shawn Mendes, which was funny as fuck to me. I was like, damn, they did this unironically for sure. Um, but then I think that also like if there's people that take inspiration, that's always cool too. Did you listen to the new Billie Eilish shit? Nope. Okay, damn. Um, I like Billie Eilish, by the way. Yeah, no. I, I, just, I just don't listen to her. Yeah, well, I, I listened to the new stuff and there was like a very notable like inspiration from like Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Yeah, like her, I would say that um, her last song on the album definitely took a note out of out of Olivia Rodrigo, I'll show you what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like sometimes it becomes it, it gets to a point where it's just like I, I don't know. The way I see it is just like they're they're all they're all reaching the same idea. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Here, I, I'll show you what I mean. It's um that jump is really trippy, dude. I fucking love it. Yeah. It's cool as shit. It's uh, art. It is art. I, I like wearing shit that's a, a little bit different. I think that this year I've really kind of started find who I am as an artist. Mm -hmm. My my like creative processes, which is always interesting. And that's like this podcast is an imagination of that. I like yeah. talking to other creatives. It's fun. I wish you could do that. I just wear the same shit every day. Yeah, damn. I usually wear a tech fleece. Try to switch it up today. I mean, you look cool as fuck. Thanks. You look cool as fuck. Appreciate it. This is it. I mean, if you listen to this, you can see it's like... Classic Billy. And then when you get to the swap, it's about here. It was gonna work. It's around here. But yeah, very calm Billy vibes. And then all of a sudden, you can tell she took a lot of inspiration from like Olivia Rodrigo here. I have no idea who that is. She's like one of the new pop kids on the block. I, I saw on KSI or something, some Olivia chick. Talking about KSI, this goes on. You call me again. Very different. Drunk in your home Do you agree? That's, yeah, that does yeah, Billie Eilish took a different route with that one. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's so Olivia Rodrigo is the um, driver's license girl. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, took a <laughs> took a big note from I her hate page. That song. It's so bad. <laughs> her newest shit's okay. I don't mind her newest shit, but like I hate that song. Dude, it's like such a yeah. I saw some I saw some kid did like a remake of it in like hardcore like rock style and I was like, mm. fuck, what the fuck is this? This just sounds like this is like if you took something bad and made it even worse. That's what it was. At least they'll never be worse than that I'm a black girl or whatever. Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> She made a remix to that, like she made like remade Friday again. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, she came out with like a new get called Girlfriend too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, think I remember that. Yeah. I discovered yeah. it like last week. I was just in a YouTube rabbit hole. I was like, what the, hell is <laughs> the fuck is this? Yeah. 
Dude, YouTube rabbit holes are the place to be too. Especially with these algorithms, they'll oh fuck, they'll fuck up your night. I I put it on like um shuffle at nighttime and it just goes like all places. Dude, it's really messed up. I'm on, I'm on TikTok, right? I have the app. Mm. I don't have an account because I don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like scrolling, and I go off. I'm researching like FJet fire, like fighter planes and all that stuff. Mm. Two days later, I come back and there's a lot of fighter, like fighter pilot, fighter pilot content. Like, I, but I don't even have an account or anything, dude. Like, they will take your fucking data. When you, add, when, when you download the app, you said I'll ask uh, ask app to down, um track your whatever yeah. you're doing. I said no. It doesn't really matter what you say. I think they just do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Which is shit. It's just shitty, bro. It's just terrible. But yeah, that's it. What are you going to do? You're just going to stare at the ceiling? (laughs) (laughs) You just throw your phone out. Yeah, I've said that like so many times. It's like people always complain. But like they've got us in a position like where it's like, what do you do? Yeah. What are you going to like just call people from pay phones? (laughs) Probably still track you, bro. If complaining is all you do, then shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's exactly (laughs) right. Hey, what what's uh what's the new album or new EP called? What's the title? Or is it still a work in progress? It's a work in progress, but I'm pretty dead set on Rage After Eden. Ooh, fuck! That, that sounds, sounds hard. Sick. Yeah, Thanks. Rage <laughs> After Eden. That's cool as fuck. So let let me uh let me delve into this, bro. What's it? What's the uh, story behind the EP? When did you start? When did I start? Mm. I started. I never stopped making music. Mm. I just feel like I go through different phases in my life and the music changes. So okay. I feel like in this recent phase, it was just rock bottom, rock bottom. So Shit. So after I had like a really, like, when I gospels during that period, I was like, I was going through things, but I was doing really good for myself, like yeah. really good for myself, exceptionally. <laughs> and then I, I called it Garden of Eden, just like, and then after it falls, it's just rage, rage after Eden. So Shit. this one's just, it's going to be, yeah, what, what what it sounds like. Damn, it's just gonna be a lot of like venting, like an amalgamation of of pain and and yeah, just realization of how stupid I was being and stuff like that. Damn. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's cool. Like I I do like talking to to musicians because I don't make a lot of music. I used to. I wanted to be a musician for so long, and then I was like, but I'm really good at this film thing. <laughs> I used to want to film all the time. I had to, I have a DSLR. I used to Oh, yeah, I, I used to make like skate videos, like skate parts. Just film my friend skate and that. Oh, why'd you start together? I uh, I don't know. I moved. I moved from Sunnybank to Ipswich, and then right. met some people. So yeah, damn. That's I mean, it yeah. happens. I still got love for skating. I, I have a skateboard, but it's just not my passion anymore. It's not your passion. Do you skate? Do you don't skate much at all? Never get it out, or do you? I always try to fit it in, but I don't really find time. Yeah, yeah. I really got into dirt bike riding after that. Dirt bike riding's mad. Yeah. I I grew up on dirt bikes. Mad. It's pretty fun, dude. Mad. It's fun. I uh, I always reference it as like, I think it's one of the closest things to death you can get while still living. Like, yeah, it's the adrenaline rush when you're yeah. just like, oh, it's crazy. Your brain is, I think it's like a real test of like how fucking intelligent you can be. Survival mode gets turned on. Yeah, you're thinking like a million miles an hour, dude. Every yeah. time you're riding, you're just like, okay, you you're like calculating every single yeah, move you're about case, to make. Yeah, got to yeah. break here. Don't turn too early. Don't break too hard. Yeah, yep. accelerate up. on this corner. Don't accelerate on this yeah. corner. Okay, you're going to stand up here. You're going to sit down <laughs> here. <laughs> it's fucking so crazy just how like... like and then when so you're faced with a problem, everything just... You have to fix think fast, like yeah. a branch falls or you're dude. about to hit a bunch of water. Fucking, going too fast. You just 
oh, I've, I've fucked a few dirt bikes from water, bro. I had one when I was like a kid. One of the first dirt bikes I got was like this little like 50cc, like yeah. old, like a, a Stratton, um, Stratton Mints or some shit like that. It was like old fucking classic, like racing, racing bike, uh, um, like super good engine. Uh, Would have been from about like the 80s, 90s. Uh, I think my mom bought it for like a couple, couple uh, hundred bucks. I was like, shit, it's cool. Fucking let's go. Um, Vincent something. You got, you forget your laptop there. Search up. Um, Vince, like mo- motorbike. Just see if that comes up with anything. It could, should come up with like Vince Stratton. We got, we got a, a producer Renee onto it. Producer, cameraman. Producer, <laughs> cameraman. Uh, Jamie. Uh, I'm on personal. Jamie. <laughs> Panel member. She, Jamie, she's pull everything. That up. Vince, Vince, uh, Vince Stratton motorbike. See if that comes up with anything. Cause I can't remember the name of it. It's like a Vince something. Um, that buzz ring a bell. That's fine. This is audio only. It's live streamed. If you weren't here for the live stream, you missed out. Dead house. That's what happens. <laughs> is anybody watching? Damn. Shit. We're all alone out here. <laughs> Not for long. Not for long. They'll come. They'll come. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm serious. They'll come like after five years. Mm. After I blow up, yeah, they'll come back here. Damn. Fuck yeah. They will. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it happens. Yeah, yeah. So it was like one of those oh. old, but like 50cc type things. See the red one over there? That was the, nec- yeah. the next one I got. Um, That one, like, yeah, that that was the next one I got because I was like, damn, these are fucking good. Um, Jesus. But I got a photo with it, actually. If you go onto uh, Facebook and I- I'll get it up. Um, But I think I think I got it here. Here, I'll get it up um because like no one's watching this um, so um but yeah dude I, I got it like way back and like dude i think i destroyed that thing within like a year because i just like once you get confident you get confident you know what i mean like on a motorbike yeah, once you get confident, confident you're fucking yeah. like oh shit i can ride Big i can ride bus, fucking cool 50 yeah uh, hundreds like bikes. bro put me into motocross <laughs> <laughs> you're like dude put Moto me GP. into like fucking get what Paris the Dakar, do it. Let's go. <laughs> Die, um, but here, I'll get a photo up. Um, yeah, so this little thing, dude. I just thought it could do everything, so I was like jumping it, fucking yeah. riding it everywhere. We used to do a lot of camping, and I remember I just fucking like there was like this creek looked really really shallow to me because because um, the I think it was like 150 cc just went through. Big old wheels on 150 cc. You're fine. He fucking went through there. He like skimmed across it. It was good. Me and my little 50cc going maybe like fucking 30 kilometers an hour. Thought I could top this shit. Just fucking shit just backed up forever, dude. The carburetor on that was the filthiest thing I'd have fucking dude, seen. I feel like, I feel the same way like when you're talking about like getting confident. When I'm like, mm. when I'm like, I used to like, I used to, I used to, I'm, I'm really into cars, right? Mm. So I had a car, right? Just uh, as a Honda Accord Euro. Uh, modifications, exhaust, all of that. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just. I'm so up myself. I think I can, I'm the best driver ever. Yep. Like I'm the best driver ever. But like when I started like researching, like watching real races, like Bathurst <laughs> and that, fucking I kind of, I was like, oh, I'm just really brave, not skilled. Yeah, I'm not skilled. I'm just, just really brave. Confident. I'm stupid. Skilled. Uh, so that was the, the last motorbike I had was that one. But I think there is a photo here of me with like my actual one. Uh, it'll be like, Oh, it's on my Instagram. That's right. I I do have it on my Instagram. Um, 
yeah, it was it was insane because I got the next one. It was a two fifty, and I was like, mm. "Oh shit, mm. <laughs> watch me fucking bop!" And I used to tear along on that thing, bro. First, yeah, first time I rode a four fifty cc, I was mm. I was just on my one two five cc pit bike, right? Yep, yep. So I'm out in the woods, just just riding, and some guy pulls up in a big old flash nice, mm. a big old four fifty, right? And he's like, "Yo, um, wanna swap?" Shit. <laughs> And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> damn, bro. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, what, 16? Yeah. And I, I've never written nothing above 125 at this time. Fuck. So, it was a bit, I, 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 I didn't go, I didn't shift gears. I just stayed on first gear the whole time. Shit. But I got used to it. And, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I'm untouchable to this day. Yeah, dude, it's, I'm, <laughs> I feel the same. People like, are like, don't go on big bikes, you're going to die. Like, nah, I'm man, dead. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Hey. <laughs> that's that's my fucking, like, my mentality, too, is like, yeah. nah, man, I'm invincible. I yeah, got this shit. Good. You got to manifest it, you know? Yeah, you got to. You, I you think don't want to manifest just being, falling off the bike and stuff. I think you've got to have, like, this weird, like, balance between enough ego, but also enough, like, um, not fear, but respect. Respect for the universe. Respect for the universe. And how it works. You got to be like, I, I can be taken at any moment. Yeah. It's not up to me. That happens. Fucking happens. But... I can prevent it by not doing really, really dumb shit, but the right amount of dumb shit is fine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I used to fuck up a lot. I think, like, you learn from your mistakes. I think one of the first big fuck-ups I had was when I got the big bike, I, f- I fucking didn't calculate how quickly they could take off. And I just fucking, like, I got onto the bike. My mom was like, oh, go away. And I wanted to show off and do, like, a little bit of a dirt spin while taking off. She was filming. I was like, you yeah. know what? You're going to film this shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it good. Pull, like, just fucking, like, boom. Whoa, fucking motorbike just flips back on top of me bro yeah, it dragged yeah. me for about like 10 meters just like yeah. the bike was like this i was basically like superman the whole time just fucking <laughs> holding it up and then eventually shit just came down on me Word. and i was like damn well, there you <laughs> go listen to your mother man listen to my mom that's did it she get a good I've video though i mean she did get a good video like that's like like the whole conversation like the philosophy behind just mm. fucking up in life and then mm. getting the fuck back up or just learning. Learning is I think learning. the main one. And you grow a lot of respect too. I think a lot of the time it's like, dude, you don't you don't listen to people and then like you fuck up and you're like, ah shit, they're actually I right. Should've listened. Should have listened. And now it's like getting to a point though in life where it's weird because there's like some people out there that give you really good advice that you should listen to. Mm-hmm. And then other people that just give you advice that hinder you. There's just you. so much energy out there. Mm-hmm. So much different opinions just I'll swinging around. Sort through them, dude. Yeah, like this whole like how you get into these conspiracies and that <laughs> like it's it's deep so it, deep. i was into it deep damn bro it's, it's crazy it's fucking hard dude everybody's saying different shit and you're just like ah. what is there to listen to Stop and if and if you like if you don't agree with someone they're just gonna be like nah that's the hardest thing i i think that i found managing this this year when shit's like really hit the fan with conspiracies and stuff is like friends who are like anti-vax and then I'm like pretty pretty pro-vax. I'm like, go get, go get vaccinated. Yeah, go get vaccinated. As like, go get vaccinated. Yeah, go, go, get, vac- <laughs> go, go get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. <laughs> Whoever you um, But they're like, they're, there's some that are pretty anti-vax and it's like, fuck, do I, like, how do you, you don't want to be a dick about it. You don't yeah. want to be a dick about it because then you're going to get no respect from them. Yeah. So you've got to have this weird balance between like, hey, I respect you, but also you're fucking stupid. <laughs> um, it's so hard to mitigate. <laughs> like, you got to yeah. be like, Hey, uh, you know, really respect what you're doing, but what you're saying is fucking dumb, and it doesn't Fuck mean you, shit, dude. Hold, like, <laughs> yeah, dickhead. Nah, but yeah. like, what I think about this whole vaccine shit is like, oh, this is crazy. Anyways, mm-hmm. 
like it's I think it's the, I think the problem comes from like when you when you go outside and like the government's on your ass. Yeah. Go get vaccinated, dickhead. Yeah. And I think that, that's where people like get the problem. That's that's the, that's where you get the pushback. It's like what the, like what is this shit? I think so too. I also think that like culture has just changed. Where? Culture has just changed. Um I mean, think back to like, cause, cause how old are you? You're 20, 21? 19. 19. So you're around the same age range anyway. Do you remember yeah, the swine I just flu? 19, huh? Do you remember swine flu? Yeah, I remember swine flu. There was a vaccination for that. Everybody fucking took it. Everybody took it. You know why? Because mm. I think it, wa- it wasn't here. There was nothing There was nothing in Australia. There was no swine flu cases yeah. in Australia, right? Yeah. So you're more likely to take something when you're watching it from whatever media perspective it's coming from. Yes. Right? If they're just showing the bad shit... And they're showing how bad it can be. Yes, you're gonna take it, but yeah. then it comes. It, it gets different when you're in the the location, and they're showing all the bad shit. But then you're looking around, and you're like, "Where's it at? I don't see anything. Where's that? <laughs> Where the fuck it's is a lot it? more real. Yeah, it's like a lot more real. But then also, once it's like a psych, it's a psychological thing. Um, especially people who don't have like anything to kind of guide them. Like faith's really good because it it guides you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. But if people don't have anything to guide them, they don't have any moral standpoint, they don't have any prior education, they're just going to grab at shit. They're just going to grab at shit to make sense of things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whatever yeah. seems more legitimate to them, they're just going to take it and they're going to run with it. And if you're looking around and there's nothing affecting immediate, um, immediately affecting you, mm. you're just going to run with the whole, nah, man, this shit's just for ulterior motives and it doesn't help that like for the last fucking three years our government has been fucking up like no cap no cap on like, the major oh yeah. what? free Julian Assange by the way but like yeah mm. it's 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 in a way the distrust and mistrust in the government is majorly justified for yeah. sure dude I mean there's so many people that need to be need to be freed too on that free Julian Assange dude I think that it's so hard cause like I've grown up in Australia my whole life yeah. right and like Speaking like relatively, we're we're a pretty alright country. We're pretty oh, good. fantastic, fantastic country. Absolutely great. Love However, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> What's happening? Did you hear? Um, so during COVID, uh, down in New South Wales, the New South Wales government is the most fucked government, by the way. I really like the Queensland government. Queensland government yeah, does alright. There's there's some sketchy shit that happens, the but they do alright. Yeah. Have Have you seen what's happening in New South Wales? It's However, crazy. and plus for the last fucking three years. They've been pretty much corrupt. I mean, Gladys Berejiklian was fucking dating someone who was using Parliament House to run external business ventures. He was using government contacts. Yeah, all that lobbying. Uh, John Barilaro, the deputy premier, is one uh-huh. of the biggest fucking scumbags on the planet. <laughs> Stupid Italian fuck. Uh, <laughs> greasy motherfucker. He has, <laughs> he has fucked up so much. And um, I think one of the one of the big things that happened... Uh, as well as uh, along with like the bushfires and the koalas and the fucking just yeah. harassing random people, bro. He he just doesn't he just doesn't think. He also was uh how do I say this pork barreling, uh, <laughs> if you know what that is. Uh, he was fucking straight up just corrupt. And then when questioned about it, he was like, I didn't know. <laughs> so didn't know. he got away with it, which is the craziest thing. And then there was a um guy I can't remember his name. He's he's currently in jail, by the way. Um, but uh, and has like a bunch of legal lawsuits waiting against him. He was in charge of gambling New South Wales and he was like, oh. Oh, the casinos and them. They're money laundering. And so he tried to like raise it with government. 
And instead of instead of like going, oh shit, okay, we'll we'll, take we'll, we'll, we'll stop the we'll stop the illegal money laundering. They fucking arrested him for espionage. <laughs> he trying to fuck my business. Bro. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> and so like now now I have like no faith in the government. I'm exactly, like bro. I'm like oh fuck. <laughs> How do you have faith in the government when you got someone like fucking Scott Morrison exactly, exactly in charge? And so it does it does become hard because you're like oh. You know, it's a good country. There's, yeah. there's no active wars happening. It has its good, good parts. It has its good parts. I'm not getting shot at. Yeah. I can eat. I can go to the grocery store and buy food whenever I want. You can get clean water in a lot of places. Clean water in a lot of places. Um, I can I can use the public transport uh, fairly cheaply. You I, probably won't get shot by some civilian. I. That's a really good fact. I you mean, probably won't. I'll probably get beat by the police but i won't get shot so that's a positive yeah. you know so uh maybe, <laughs> i mean maybe uh maybe they've been they've been pretty they've been pretty uh what are i uh generous with bullets lately um, <laughs> they must have got a budget boost through covid they're like fuck we need to burn through it nah, they've been <laughs> doing that they're just coming to the city with it now yeah they're just coming to prohibition with it now um and so it's hard because i i see that and i'm like okay i'm pretty lucky but then at the same time i'm like but that does that doesn't doesn't mean it's okay. Doesn't, doesn't yeah, mean it's okay. Well, it's not. There's always this constant with with, with humanity. It's always this constant push for a, mm. a utopia. So like a hundred mm-hmm. years ago, you they look at this and be like, "This is utopia." Like you guys get to oh, women shit. get to go. What? What? This is crazy. Oh, you were saying black, black people on the what? Yeah, damn. Yeah, like yeah. this. This is so progressive. But like, and then we are here, and we're also. I feel like it's necessary to just always looking for those cancelling out all these errors in our society. Mm. And if if we just keep doing that. We'll, oh. get, we'll get to a point where it's just it's okay it's, it's all right it's it's, it's all right because like you know when i get discouraged with like this government or whatever i would just think about where my parents came from like that's, that's real true. corruption like yep. they 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 steal in they steal in money for food yeah and putting into the military and killing their people with it that's it's like it's like really corrupt yeah yeah and where so did, where did you guys come from Cause my, my parents were born my parents from south sudan south oh fuck okay yeah, so yeah. i was i was born in egypt Shit came to Australia from there. That's cool. And Doth was born in Egypt too. No, nah, he was born in um, South Sudan. That's cool as fuck. That's yeah, cool as fuck. So yeah, that's just so. But that's crazy because like that's like some crazy, crazy shit that happens over there. And it's not like I feel like because like people underestimate how how lucky some countries are. And you know, like there's so many countries out there that are living in war, probably more poverty countries than mm. rich countries like us and that. Yeah, which is crazy. There is a lot. I mean, there's there's definitely places that are doing better than us, but I think that like we're we're still you know there's, there's things to fix. We're yeah, we're up, up there. there. We're up there. up there. Oh yeah, dude. The fact that I have a a, a roof to sleep under is a start. Yeah, I got security. That's yeah. the biggest thing that I think human beings need is security. Security. And mm-hmm. the, I've got that, so that's important. Um, but yeah, I think as an artist, it's really cool to look at it because it inspires a lot of my shit. Um. I think that we're in a really cool position, right? Because technically, if we do well, we're what, like we're cultural game changers in a sense, no right? Way, yeah. You whatever you make is going to influence a uh, influence the listener or the audience. Yeah, we play this game. We do it pretty well. We're doing pretty well, <laughs> and so I like to try and not so ob- obviously because you got to be human. Human beings are funny in the way that like you can't tell them what to do directly. You got to tell them what to do indirectly. Yeah. Right, and so it's like. You gotta put shit in there that makes sense, that's not in your face. You know, I d- I dislike a lot of movies that are just straight up like it's preaching. Yeah, it's just preaching, but it's not even just preaching. They've done it. They've took. They've taken a really serious subject 
like racism and they've kind of turned it into a fucking joke by just being like that's racism and just fucking going yeah. it was you can, if you can write something that's like really nuanced racism that shows like how fucking crazy it can be yeah. people are gonna look at that and go oh fuck okay that's exactly what art's supposed to do it's exactly supposed to make, you know, it's, it's, it's supposed to make you a think. concept mm. let's put you in the shoes of other people of other people that's what good music does yep so yep, when you listen to your favorite artist, you you see yourself in the shoes. Mine's ta- mine's definitely Tyler the Creator. I think listening but to his earlier stuff, you're like, oh shit! And it is funny, like you we'll fucking try Terratops. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like <laughs> you gotta like listen to it with like an like an analytic standpoint. Otherwise, people are just gonna miss like read it, which I that everybody fucking did, as we know. Yes. Like they was just like, he's a homophobe. He's fucking a racist. Which is understandable. I it's guess understandable. It's kind of inevitable. It's kind of inevitable. To, like he's not trying to go for it, but like he was trying to be out there enough. He, so yeah, people exactly. Yeah, damn. And so it was funny because when I listened to it, obviously that shit had already all happened, and I was like, okay, alright. And then when you listen to it, you're like, oh fuck, man is straight up saying he's like bi or or he's yeah, like so, yeah. yeah. And so. then fucking you listen to it again, and you're like, oh shit, no, he's talking about racism. He isn't portraying racism. See, and so yeah, it's it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting to listen to shit like that. I like a lot of like the um earlier Kendrick shit too, because it's straight up just like preaching about like the streets. And I'm like, fuck, okay, damn, that's interesting. Because they can put you in that spot. Um, which is always fun. Yeah, like when you have in Mad Good Kid, Mad City, he was, he was, mm. he was you know, it was a good kid in a mad city, and that mm-hmm. that that's if you if you're a good kid in a mad city, then you want to listen to Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, it's a bit mad, in that that's, city. That's it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mad city, bro. It's a bit mad in that yeah. city, bro. And it's it's interesting because like film's a bit harder to do that. I'm still trying to figure out how to like, um, input my life more into film, right? Yes. Because technically, when I write, a lot of the time now I use my my personal influence. I use my personal like experiences to to shape characters. And then write the story. What I used to do is I used to try and be character. Uh, That's fucking hard because you have to do a lot of shit to become a character. Like working backwards. It's working backwards, right? And so, yeah, like a lot of the shit that I write now, I'm trying to represent a certain feeling or emotion. Um, I'm trying to portray a certain point in somebody's life rather than just trying to capture this really uh, irrelevant, innate moment. It's like, okay, no, I need to go into depth. Yeah. And I'm I'm exploring and it's fun to explore. I think it's really good to explore. Yeah. Um That's really interesting, filming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting when you Yeah, fuck. Mm. I used to like try to make like films when I was younger. Mm. Oh, me and my brother made like crazy ass YouTube. Fuck videos. yeah, dude. Don't look that up. But <laughs> Oh shit, dude. I no, I'm on the same boat, bro. I used to I jumped on twenty sixteen, so right when like YouTube was in that re- retard yeah. phase, I call it, when shit was just retarded and, like, it was going down real yeah, quick. Yeah, the apocalypse or whatever. Apocalypse. Uh, you got all those fucking new kids from the, like, from fucking Vine that just jumped on and were like, fuck them. They just came in from left field, bro. Shit on this shit, you know yeah, yeah, pretty much. They destroyed the platform and I was like, hey, they're doing cool shit. Let's do it. So, yeah. uh, it was fucking terrible. So, don't worry. I'm, I've yeah. been there. I, Haunted I, house. I mean, I mean, like, uh, the Freaks of Gaming is a channel. Mm. Game, mm. play Sonic in that. Fuck, that's sick. Yeah, that's I actually missed that. Sick. I want to do it again, but you should do it can't again. Find bro. the videos, Dude. but we have like hella subscribers, like not not a lot, like hundred, maybe hundred something. Dude, that's still cool. Yeah, word. That's a hundred people. Yeah, I was like, that's well famous. I was like, what fourteen? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even. Fo- I was thirteen. I was like, I was in primary school. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's crazy. That was me when I hit a thousand followers. I was like, damn, a thousand people follow me. Damn, bro. And now it's like, shit, that means nothing. I think I, like, <laughs> I got like one. Um, I, got, I was on a feature, mm. and that feature hit like 4,000 plays. I was like, whoa. Damn. And then it went up to 8,000. I was like, damn. Shit. Yeah. The moment any of us go viral, I think it's going to be pretty surreal. I think it's going to be like, oh. Yeah. Man. And I feel like that's when the people like fuck up. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, I'm ready. I, I think I make jokes about it all the time. I, I make jokes Which about ones? Uh, the canceling, the fucking once I'm oh, famous, yeah, I'm going to do this. I can't wait until people find out like who you are. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be interesting. Um, Because, like, I, I always talk about it. I'm like, the minute that I hit that peak, I reckon the shit's just going to get retarded, man. Like, it's yeah. going to be nuts. I'm going to have people come out of left field just saying shit because, like, they dislike me. Uh, I'm going to have... Fucking Demons. a massive fucking eagle yeah. ego. Um, I talk about I talk I talk a lot about the idea of um being a perishable artist. If you if you catch that drift, basically coming into the spotlight, doing my thing for a year or two, it's fucking vanishing, Vanished. gone, gone. Mm. I don't think it's a bad idea. I like I like the idea not of a bad idea not being here forever. Yeah, I feel like for me, I can't do that. Mm. I owe I owe the world too much. I've I've done I've done, mm. done too much bad. So gotta, I feel you. Gotta mm. give it back. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I feel like it's a purpose. I, it's my purpose. How do you reflect? Because that's interesting. Because I know that like a lot of the shit that I write about comes from a negative standpoint. Mm. Currently working on um a feature film. Yeah. It's not up there. Called uh my world, and the main character is is uh Sophie, she's a female. Um. And she's just fucking her life up. The whole film follows her. She fucks her life up pretty much, I would say. That's the best way to sum it up. I've been trying to like put it into words for so long. I think that's the best way to sum it up. It follows someone who's in a, in a critical, manical, mental health situation with absolutely no guides, no advice, no opinion. Damn, just hell. Fucking spiraling. Because that's where I was for like all of 2018, 2019, and a bit of 2020. I just spiraled. And I destroyed everything. And so it was really cool going into it because I started off the first ever draft I wrote 48 pages. And it was, mm, I would say, irrelevant and baseless, right? It just had no depth. Mm. I went back and wrote the second version. It's 102 pages currently and I'm still writing. Because I did one crucial thing. I decided to not hold back on my personality. I was like, okay, I need to put myself into this. Yeah. If I'm going to try and write about me, I need to not be um, weirdly closed off about it and egotistical about my past. I need to just be open. And so I had this... That's the most hardest bit. It's really hard. It's I did... Hard. There was one night, um, was like the critical night of like, oh, this all makes sense. Uh, I went down to... I live I live in Orkenflower, right? If you know what that is. And I'm like kind of like right near the river. Like probably like uh, not even a kilometer from the river. Like mm -hmm. I walked there within two minutes and I, I always like go down there to think sometimes like go down the rocks just fucking hideaways not anymore because it's fucking massive spiders and I hate that shit bro um, like I was down there the other night there was a fucking like huntsman I was like nah man I'm fucking out of here I was like I'll sit in the civilian seats this shit is whack uh, I fucking I like jumped off of the out, like out of the rocks just as like the council was doing their sweeping and he's like 
Like, yeah, fucking fuck you, bro. <laughs> See my scared shit. Go fuck Jesus. yourself. Uh, but I went down there with my just my pen, my notebook, and my phone, and I just fucking whacked in some, like... I like to stimulate myself with music. And so I thought of, like, the music that I was listening to through this time. It was, like, a lot of Mike Posner, uh, a lot of, like, fucking Justin Bieber, because my girlfriend was into it, my ex. Um, and I was like, okay, damn. Wait, right now, we're going to go from... The, the the beginning of my consciousness, meaning as whenever I can fucking remember, to this point, and I'm gonna write down all the fucking negative shit I've ever done, and I did it, and it was crazy. It was three or four pages of just straight fucking like <laughs> personality terrorism, yeah. to be honest. And I was like, oh fuck. Have you heard the Gulag? Have you heard of the Gulag Archipelago? No. Okay, well, keep going. Shit. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to. We should be writing this shit down so yeah. I can listen to it. No, it's, it's it's messed up. It's like the experience of just being in the gulag. Write that down because that sounds cool as fuck, and I like that sound type of shit. Um, but yeah, I I wrote it all well, down. Handwriting's embarrassing. That's fine, bro. I won't judge you. Look at my shit. It changes every fucking day. It's like that nice, and then just shit. I'm not ready mood. for this, bro. Oh fuck, this is gonna be cool. Shit, that's actually nice. I don't mind it. It looks, it looks cool. I don't know how to spell acapella. I do. It's, but uh, it's yeah. I don't even know how to spell acapella. C a p e l l a. Thank you, producer Renee. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, it's acapella. Keep going. Uh, yeah. So I wrote it all down and I looked at it and I had an immediate realization. It was this. Here's me, fucking three a.m. in the morning, sitting by the river. I'm looking at my book. I go, shit. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I was like fuck Then I took that piece of paper I went home Fucking loaded up the script It's 3am in the morning I haven't slept mm. I'm tired as fuck I just it's fucking passenger driving Yep I just go Hard as fuck For about 4 or 5 hours It gets to 8 8am 8 in the morning I come to rehearsals New script in hand Everyone reads it like Okay <laughs> I was like yeah uh, Shit got real real quick uh, there's a lot of shit and I'm not proud of it I hate it but I think that um, putting it in the script really helped me move on from it I think it was a very good closure note because yeah. I think as you know when you have demons they're pretty much well hidden until it's like late at night and then shit just starts coming out and you're like oh and you're just left alone in the, in the quiet and a yeah. lot of my, my a lot of my songs that I did write were about that yeah. about those moments of just pure silence and self-hatred yeah that's the thing that's why it's really hard to talk about like you mm. don't find a lot of artists talk about that stuff because it's really really hard really hard to really conceptualize and try to become as vulnerable as possible to the point where you know it's like mm. you feel comfortable just sharing it out to the world so. mm. and as much as i've hurt people i've also been hurt a lot so i am always yes. afraid of that you know what i mean i'm always afraid of being hurt again um yes. so i think it's interesting so yeah do 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 you do anything like that to reflect what's your what's your process drugs Drugs, I um, like that. Yeah. Look, trying I th- I'm trying to think of like one time where I was okay, so I would usually go out all night, come home at like six a.m. Mm. I'm afraid to go back inside the house because I don't want to wake up my family, whatever. Yep. So I just sit in the car and I'll just start writing. Sure. Just start writing, start writing, and just, just listen to my until the battery dies in my car. You know, it's just like shit. Yeah. So I would like. 
sometimes I'll just fall asleep while riding and then wake up at like 2 p.m. Everyone's going to work. I'm in the car, just like. They've seen you in the car. Yeah, probably, probably have seen me in the car, just being weed cunt. Fuck. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's how I like, that's a lot of my writing processes was for this last album, this last EP. Mm. Just, um, yeah, just writing in those weird situations. Yeah, I think it helps. Having like a level of instability in your life. It's not great. It's not healthy. It's not at all. But it helps. When it comes to making music, bro, good on you, bro. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's nice. That's it. I think that is weird. I think we live in this weird balance as artists of like, this shit is unhealthy, Mm -hmm. but then at least I can create. Yeah. When you create, it is healthy for somebody and for you as well. Yeah. So I feel like it's an exchange. It is an exchange. Exchange. I I do. I I really, really believe in karma. So. Yeah. Now yep. when I when I when I that's how I justify the bad things that are happening to me because I've done bad things mm-hmm. as well. So like it's never, well, it doesn't it does get overwhelming. But sometimes when bad things happen to me, it's not like it's it, it's it's sort of like okay, this is I'll be yeah. This this, this is how it goes. Yeah, this is how it goes. What am I gonna do about it? I I think that it's really hard not to believe in karma because I have this thing where if I do a bad thing, bad things usually happen. Yeah. So it's it's funny, and I mean that bad thing can be as small as a lie. Yeah. Like I've had, I've had times where I've just like told a fucking dirty lie to get out of trouble and fucking anything happens, dude. I think one of the most memorable notice like moments is like um for so long, right, in my last relationship. Oh fuck, I'm gonna get scorned for talking about this for sure if I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat around the bush here. Um <laughs> in, in one of my last relationships I lied, I'm not gonna go into it about what uh yeah. about about a, about a bit. About a bit and for so long, I was like, about oh, about like a, about a lot. I oh, lied about a lot. A bit. Um, and I was like, for so long, I had that that conscious, you know, I talk about like demons come out at nighttime. I'd be like in my bed at night. And at this time in my life, I wasn't creating either. So there was no fucking way to get rid of it. No me. outlet. Just there was no outlet. Suffering. It was just fucking all there. Yes. I'd be like up for hours thinking about it. I'd be like, dude, you've got to fucking just tell the truth. This shit is ridiculous. Stop trying to hide it. Like, man up. Don't be a fucking like retard. Actually tell tell her what's going on and i didn't and it was like two weeks after that uh she found out <laughs> just uh, through natural causes lol. And she, yeah, <laughs> i was like well fuck <laughs> you know the, the stupidest fucking thing though bro i didn't fucking fix it then i still didn't fix it then i left Dude. it i was like i like just kept fucking lying instead of like just yeah, fucking bro. fixing it and then yeah like she 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 was like i can't do this anymore like we, we can't see each other and I was like, you know what, fucking, fair enough, fair enough. And it was the most painful fucking, like, uh, love situation I've ever been through. Because, like, I was like, damn. But then the most, the even more painful thing was, like, I had to move back in with my mom. And I have a really rocky, rocky relationship with my mom. Mm. Um, like, I moved out of home at 16. So, like, to go back to that place after, like, I was, I was fucking 20 at this time, by the way. I, to go back at 20 <laughs> to somebody I hadn't seen since you were, like, 16, I was like, this is going to be fucking interesting. It was peak COVID. I had to get like a border pass to cross the border. You couldn't technically cross the border on foot. So I had to get a taxi across the border, which Damn. then cost me a fucking lot because my mum couldn't come into Queensland. So she could only pick me up on the New South Wales side of the border. And I couldn't walk over the border from Queensland to New South Wales. Why not? Because you weren't allowed to. 
you weren't allowed, you, to. You weren't allowed to at that time. You had to actually like be in a vehicle no. to cross the border. Well, you could just run. Bro. So the only people that had roadable <laughs> <laughs> passport. Like, I mean, you, dude, I was a fat <laughs> fuck at this time. Here we go. I'll show you what I. I'll show you what I looked like at the beginning of this year, bro. You want to fucking not believe this? Because I, I exercise a lot now. Um, it's a part of my creative process. If I if I'm lacking thoughts, I will go for a mad run. Yeah, I'm trying to do Muay Thai. Mm, yeah, I actually I do need to do more weights because I'm fucking. I got no like mass on my body. I was dancing with um a girl like the girl that I told you about the music girl. Yeah. Um, and she was like she was feeling up me and I was feeling up her. When she was feeling up me, I was like, damn, she's feeling nothing, right? <laughs> I was like, this bitch is feeling straight bone. <laughs> um, so I was like, damn, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the weights because if I'm gonna go into this like actually talking to girls again and and shit like that, I need it. I need to be at least semi fit. I need to have something for them to talk about. Uh, so hold up. I'm going to get a photo up. Let me let me go here. Um, I'm to interrupt, but you might have to say goodbye to the uh, live stream because my phone is going to die. Oh, yeah, good. Okay. See you later, live stream. Uh, thanks for tuning in, y'all. Uh, bless. Uh, bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> bye. Uh, so... I was a fat fuck, bro. I wasn't running Jesus anywhere. Christ. I wasn't fucking running anywhere. Sure, <laughs> the only I'm place so I was running to was a KFC, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I would have been fucking... I would have gone across the border. The cops would have just shot me. They would have been like, hey, man, we mistook him for like an elephant or some shit. Yeti or some shit. Uh, publish. Yeah, publish it. Fuck it. Go do it. Publish. Don't, um, don't hold back. Don't hold back. Um, But... Yeah, no, I, I had to fucking go across the border. And then the most painful part of that whole process was realizing that I was never in love with her. I was like, oh shit, I just spent the last year and a half of my life in a, in a loveless relationship. That's fucking crazy. What did we learn, Sam? We learned not to jump <laughs> headfirst into fucking relationships just because, my friend. Don't lie to other people and yes. don't lie to yourself about love. That's it. Yes. That's it. And I think that has been a, a like a long process of mine. And even now, like I'm pretty skeptical because I'm in a weird place in my life now where I'm like, oh shit, do I start dating again? But like, I only want to date for the prospect of not being alone. And I'm like, that's not the right prospect. I can't go yeah. into a relationship just for that because that's bad. That's bad fucking shit. Yeah, it's bad, but it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. And I do, <laughs> I think, actually, I think there was a joke on, on the weekend with this music girl um, about like, hey, artists fucking do weird shit fucking content, man. Like, it's all a bop. And I make, I, I think I've made the joke to the group a couple of times about I need a bitch to break my heart uh, that I'll be able to finish the script. Because <laughs> so, at the moment, life's good. I was like, okay, life's, life's pretty comfortable at the moment. Um, I'm just, but yeah, that fuck it. Happen. That's my sister's uh, art. Katie, Look, <laughs> it happens. Um, not, nothing's happening. Um, but yeah, it's it's always fucking interesting. I think it's a, I think it's a weird life we live, bro. Because we just do shit to. I don't know if you've ever done it, but I sometimes will put myself into situations just to get inspiration. Like I've done psychedelics just to fucking be like, oh, what does what does uh what does this person think like when they're on psychedelics? I'm gonna be yeah. character and I'm gonna take some psychedelics. Yeah, it's fucking retarded because it's not safe. First of all. But, I mean, going into it as a character, you shouldn't technically, I think, because, like, it's, like, I think when you do psychedelics, you have to be very clear of what you want when you come go in there and come out of there. But I, I've never really thought about it yeah. that deep. The way I think of it is I can't explain it into words. So. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've done dumb shit just for that, bro. I've, yeah. I've fucking gone countless nights without sleep just to be like, huh, okay, I need to be sleep-deprived and depressed to write this. 
I'm just gonna get sleep deprived and depressed. Yeah, you know what it is. I'll, I'll go, so you know I grew up in the church, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like you know, very good upbringing. Yeah, yeah. Good parents, food on the table. Mm. Um, I just felt like I was very stagnant in my life. I didn't. I was very dull. I yep. had no int- nothing interesting in a way. It sounds weird, but like I was, no, I, get I was it, just yeah. like, you know what? I'm, you know what? I'm gonna just go start exploring. And you know, I have I wrote this thing. It goes um me in the storm from the house that I was born nurtured as a fool no one told me how to fight I guess I'm on my own tonight backyard growing calm I'm a doing on the lawn out every night beaming to the dawn teacher asking me what's wrong kicked out of the garden that I used to call a home tell her that I'm present in my eyes you know I'm gone sick of singing happy songs Damn. nigga love is taking long while it's with the heartache broke it through the phone guess it wasn't set in stone Niggas talking war, let me show them what I'm on. Left on bleeding on the floor, paramedics had a shirt torn. We don't visit blocks, do a whole tour. Focus on that back door, morals caving in. Niggas snitching on their kin, hard to make it out. Someone steer me through the storm. Yeah. That's fucking cool. That's fucking cool, because it speaks. I, I can see what you, I can see what the fucking, like, yeah. inspiration is there. It's a storm. It's a storm. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Have you got that recorded? Yeah, I do. I don't think I'm gonna release it onto the EP. It's a bit, it's a bit conceptual. The whole beat and everything. Is uh, maybe I will do it. I reckon you should. Um, I've always played around with the idea. If I do ever release my music, I wouldn't release it conventionally. I would release it in like collectives. Yes. Like well, like for this EP, I I'm really lacking like music videos. So mm. like I really wanted to just. Hit me up, man. I'm Hit doing a few yeah. for you. Yeah. For real? <laughs> for real? I'm doing wow. fucking. I just been like shit for you, bro. Thinking, 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 like. I've made music videos, but they, I, I always just scrap them because it's not like capturing what it means. What I want, yeah, what I want it to be in a way. She really fucking good at editing music. For real, really. I'll hit you guys up for sure. Do it, yeah. I mean, sure. that's our that's our whole fucking play, dude. I I like it. I, I think love that to work on a music video actually. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. <laughs> um, I think the 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 thing is like as much as I want to be a narrative filmmaker all my life, I I love collaboration, bro. I love collaboration because it makes me f- it makes me feel more fooled than just doing projects myself, right? I feel like I'm actually contributing to the world in like other ways than just I'm doing this. Because like as much as I am contributing to the world with my art, right? I'm giving people something to to put things into context. I'm giving people something to watch. I'm entertaining and educating. However, I still feel like it's kind of selfish because I still profit off these things. I still, at the end of the day, I'm still the one that gets the most like benef like benefactory yeah. out of it. Like I get money, I get like if it does well, I get praise, I get yeah. awards. So it's nice to do shit for other people. Cause then it's like, ah damn. And by the way, most of my work as as a filmmaker, other people working for me, Renee. Yeah. yeah. I don't fucking edit shit. Yeah. I jump I jump in. I, I will say I jump in sometimes and I help yeah. edit. Yeah. But Renee does all the editing. Yeah. See the way I look at it is you're all servicing to one idea. Yeah. We're just servicing to this one big picture and everyone's just putting their hands together and just making it obtainable. Which is kind of like life in general, to be honest. Yeah, man. If you think about it. The ideal world, I always like, I, I loved Tycoon games. You you ever fucking play <laughs> Tycoon games, bro? New Roblox? Yeah, Love dude. that. Because I think it shows such an ideal life, right? You've got all these people just working towards this one thing, this one goal. You've got farmers making food. Yeah. You've got fucking builders building. You've got role construction yeah. people like, making the shit for the buildings. 
and it all feeds into one and like everybody's like working towards this one thing they go they go to work they come home they do their shit and yes. it's, it's fun whereas like in in the real world sometimes it doesn't feel like that <laughs> yeah but like if you we look at it, you see it everywhere ants yeah. do it oh yeah the yeah plants do it like trees they literally like yeah it was like in a, in a, even in a rainforest sometimes doing the in the roots when if there's a, a plant like a, a tree dying they'll grow they'll, over yeah, and fucking no, no, they'll they'll redistrib- redistribute the the um the the water and stuff through the roots and send it to that one plant everybody photosynthesis every, yeah yeah every tree would send it to that one plant that turn would go and then and then turn which is fucking cool yeah so yeah it's just it's a reflection of just every, you see it everywhere like yeah nature is pretty interesting like yeah. that i i do i do take a lot of inspiration i've been like watching a lot of um like animal planet and shit like that to to kind of i i'm making a few like thriller things and yeah. i wanted to like look at it on a predator and um predator and uh prey kind of uh scale and so i watched a lot of like animal planet and it's so fucking interesting how like we're so wrong about how fucking nature works dude it's like, oh shit, no, lions don't just fucking kill for kill. No. They kill when they need to eat. They're, I've seen fucking, like, there's videos of just lions hanging around people, dude. They're just yeah. chilling. And it's so funny because it actually is, like, representative life of how, like, a lot of it can be. I mean, humans have this added level of, like, we do shit out of, uh, emotions. Like, emotions rather spite. than need. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, that lion can fucking hang around a pack of zebras for months on end if it's getting its food source from somewhere else. But the minute it doesn't have that food source, it's gonna go for the zebra. Yeah, so, so it's like yeah, night and day. Sometimes. It's night and day. So it's like survival, and I like that shit because the one I'm riding, uh, Yarn and Doth know about it. I think actually Yarn knows about it, but Doth doesn't. I'll give it. I'll give it a he's, little bit of promo. Uh, who's Yarn? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's Who's this young Boba T character? Who's Who's Yarn's son? I I don't know this guy. Who the fuck's that? Yeah, the flip phone or something. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think flip phone was coming out. Apparently it's kind of trash. I'm just, I'm just joking. Yan, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, Yan. You know, I appreciate you, Jan. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you, Yan. I can't be mean to you, Yan. Um, but I told I told Yan about it. I was like, it's basically uh, about this couple that like get really into van lifing, right? I can't release it at the moment because the whole Gabby Petito thing. But um, basically this couple get into van lifing. Uh, boyfriend's not that keen about it, but he's going to do it because his girl's into it. Yeah. Uh, girl's fucking really into it. Like bitches, like like researched, and she's like designed the van, and she's like really like put a put her energy into it. And they finally do it. You know, they finally quit their jobs. They finally start traveling, and it's like their first trip, bro. They go out to like Western Australia, and they're there, and they're just chilling in the middle of fucking nowhere, and they're chilling in their car. It's super relaxed. It's gonna be such a cool thing to film this scene because it's it goes it shows like that how quickly shit can go to shit. I always think of like nine eleven. People on that day were so happy, dude. Uh, I don't know if you've watched, like, the extent of 9-11 shit, but yeah. there was, like, people were just doing tours, dude. There was, like, kindergarten kids having fun. Like, next minute shit just goes whack. And... It's weird they had no idea what was going on, too. It's mm. like, what, what was that? What was it's that? so interesting how shit can just... Yeah. I still remember to this day, it was, like, um, 2019, I believe, end of 2019. Um, I was making a documentary, and I was having the best fucking day, dude. I took some photos. I think yeah. there's still photos on my Facebook somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize until like literally like months later when I was looking at those photos, the smoke from these fires was in the background. That's the same day all those bushfires started, like literally uh, like twenty kilometers from where I live, yeah. and it was like trash, like for the for the rest of the fucking year. I was yeah, like, nature oh, just flips on you, bro. nature cool just flips on you. Day, yeah, 
So they're sitting there. It's super like suburb vibes. They're listening to Triple J, dude. They're just doing their thing. It's probably not going to be Triple J because Triple J probably won't give me the rights. But Fuck they're listening Triple to tri- Triple J. Fuck Triple J. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes our chances of getting on Triple J. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck Triple J. Fuck Triple J. Um, but they're just doing their thing. They're listening. And then next minute, the fucking emergency broadcast system goes off. Have you ever heard the emergency broadcast system in Australia? Nope. Sounds like this. I'm going to play it. I don't um, think I have. Okay, so if you ever hear this... Probably like I don't, yeah. I probably like recognize it. I don't know. Shit your pants, bro. Uh, so it happened when the bushfires happened. It's happened when like uh like other big events has happened, like tsunamis and shit like that. It has happened a few times. They test it every now and then too. You can be like in Sydney or even in Brisbane, and it'll it'll just like test the emergency broadcast system is going to be testing and and then it'll just be, and then it'll just go. Uh, I'm gonna get it up here. So they're just chilling. They're doing their thing. I'm gonna turn this up. Uh, and then I'm going to get it up on YouTube. This starts playing. Give me two seconds. <laughs> my, my phone's low. Emergency. Emergency. I wonder how they would, like, get it out there. It's it like comes over. There's speakers everywhere, speakers bro. Speakers everywhere. Yeah, that's what I was... I'm looking at. And I'm also... These speakers, low-key. You know phones and TVs, how they run off digital? Now, yeah. not FM. Oh, yeah. uh, not AM. Your f- your televisions uh, yeah. have, like, a lot of shit built in. Same as your phones. You'll get right. a, uh, an, a notification. They send out geo texts. Yeah, um, I get the text, yeah. You can also... All the radios turn to the one frequency. And so that's oh. the most crucial thing. It's like every single radio will turn to that one frequency. Like, no matter what program it is, Sends that one frequency. TVs are the same. It it has a switch where basically as soon as a crisis situation is happening, the programming will stop and this will come on. And it sounds like this. I want to hack that and get like Rickroll or Rickroll everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> That'd be great. Emergency broadcast. Dun, 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 dun. That'd be hilarious. So I've heard it once or twice for real. And there's this legend who made it like not this this is an ad so i'm gonna turn it down while the ads are happening because we don't want we, we're not giving ads free play Just give us money yeah give us money yeah. first motherfucker if you want if you want your ads on my show give me some fucking money and then i can pay my guests too i that's what i'm working towards to be, to be honest is like a system where it's like it's actually monetized yeah mm. i think we're just gonna find the right sponsors all right it sounds like this so you'll just be chilling right if, if we're ever in a situation of like oh we're about to get fucking bombed or oh shit there's a terrorist attack uh it's it sounds like this this was all implemented after 9-11 nope please stand by for our broadcast from the national emergency warning system so just imagine dude you're just sitting there enjoying a day and this shit happens please stand by for our broadcast from the national emergency warning system It'll pretty much go for a little bit because they've got to like get yeah, enough. Yeah, they've got to get enough time for it to like all the emergency warning system. Got to get that clout, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Does it start beeping? Please stand by for our broadcast yeah. from There's the national emergency warning system. There's a distinct sound, so every every system. country has a different sound um, yeah. on purpose. They've got to have a different sound. Ours is that. Yeah, that's our one. Anyway. So, so yeah, well, that's the point. You know what I find scary? Emergency advice. Information of a possible nuclear strike against this country has been. So that's that's what it'll sound like. And they basically tell you exactly where it'll be, and it looks very much like that in real life. Um, 
civilians should stay in. But yeah, is that what you were going to say? You know that siren that was... That one. That's played... That's um, creepy as hell. That is played too. So that's installed in every single fire station. Um, yeah. But this is like the one for like big shit. Like, oh, evacuate right now. Or die. get... You're, yeah, you're going to finish that. Prepare to die. Say uh, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So they do give you... They We're really good at being able to pin when shit's going to happen, obviously. Word. So like the day that like North Korea uh, armed their nukes, if you remember that, we were ready. If they ever launched them, they had shit to shoot them down. They ain't going to do shit. But exactly, but <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty much it. The Australian Calling government, we don't have any anti-missile defense systems, really. Oh. We have a few, but they're not that great. Um, the US has a fuck ton. As they they, should. they yeah. have a fuck ton because they, they have a fuck ton. Of, yeah, <laughs> that's some fuck shit. Sorry, but we don't have that much. But so I played around with that concept of like, what would it look like? And there's this fucking weird, really fucking creepy website where you can go in and you can like basically virtually detonate nukes and see what it affects you. Now, oh, I thought you meant real life shit. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, sorry, AFP, if you're watching <laughs> this, I, I fucked some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> In 10 years, when you fucking go, you're like, yeah, man, I had a podcast with a terrorist. Um, <laughs> it was crazy. The AFP stormed the building. Madness. Um, but yeah, so I played around with that idea. I had a look where it affected to. If they ever dropped it, they'd drop it in Brisbane, Sydney, Hawthorne, like all those See big you. places. I hope they do Sydney. I hate um, that place. Yeah, Sydney's fucking <laughs> trash, man. Yeah, Sydney deserves right it, bro. Right. Yeah, I've Jesus. been hating Sydney since like 2017. I've been hating Sydney since I lived there. Shit, I, I was bro. like, down I'm there so for sorry you had to go through that. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Dude, so there was this one day, I remember really quick sidetrack before I keep explaining the film. Uh, I was in the markets. Uh, fuck, what's, what was It's like Hay Street? Hay Street Markets. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. went there, got a few donuts, and I was like, Mom, like, I have, like, when I was a kid, it was really bad, but, like, I have sensitive hearing. Mm. I can hear a lot of fucking shit. Mm. And, and there's a lot of shit in Sydney. Yeah. If there's, if there's, like, if a shopping center is really fucked up, um, like I'll get like overwhelmed real quick, and I was like, "Mom, we gotta leave," and so we left. That was the day that a guy fucking stabbed a bunch of people with a syringe. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, we fucking narrowly escaped so that you shit, were bro." Tapped into something. Bro. I was fucking. Thank you, thank you, God, thank you, God, because man, that shit was crazy. Um, but yeah, so I played around with the idea. I also researched like nukes these days. If you drop a nuke, you drop an EMP with it, because an EMP basically yeah. cuts off all electricity. Yeah. And so I played around with that idea and I was like, okay, fuck it, I'm going to do it. For so long, I had these two, like three, two or three separate ideas of like, I want uh, to make a survival film. I want to make a war film and I want to make something about adventuring. And so I put the fucking three together. I like put it into a pot. I was like, you know what? Spaghetti, spaghetti, my guy. Like, let's fucking make it. Wait till you hear this. So they're out. They're just chilling. They're doing their thing. Classical van life. Like they're, they're fucking, they're doing what they're doing. And that comes over the radio and they're like, oh the fuck <laughs> like if you yeah, heard that you'd be like yeah. the fuck and so they're freaking out rightfully so and then all of a sudden it just stops and as it stops in the background you just hear you're like what is that and you just see like fucking flash mushrooms and all flash. the EMPs. well nukes when you see them from like that far of a distance you don't see that much of the mushroom cloud you see smoke but you see more of the flash of the nuclear detonation and so they're seeing flash flash all along the coastline and they're getting like the little gusts of wind because I researched the wind actually travels a very long way. However, after it's out of that certain impact zone, it's pretty much just like a, a gentle blow. But in Western Australia, there's not that much wind a lot of the time. And so they're seeing that little gentle blow. It's going to be super cool to film because it's like quite subtle. It's pretty much just like this. Like you're just seeing like a few things fucking move like that. And like nothing's working. They're like, okay, after the flashes are over, they're like, okay, what the fuck just happened? 
you know. And so they get back in the van. They're trying to start it. Shit's not working. Shit can't. Shit won't start. Oh, as 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 it should. As it should. <laughs> EMP <laughs> fucked it. I mean, it's a horrible so movie, right? so yeah. Well, exactly it's right. You got to. It's not supposed to start. <laughs> Um, I could have fucked around with it. It started. I could have. I could have made some idea up. I could have made the van faulty from the beginning, but I played around with the idea of like the MP did affect it. Um, so it it clutters, but it won't start. And so they're like, okay, fuck it, we're stuck. And they're trying their best. They can't walk anywhere. They're in Western Australia. You try and walk anywhere, you're fucking I, I dead. Did, I just came from there. Yeah, yeah. You understand that. <laughs> you try and walk anywhere out in the middle of nowhere, you're dead. Um, and so they're like, okay, we've got to stay put. Like this, the safest thing to do is just try and survive it out. Someone will come eventually fucking to, to cut a long story short. Cause I also don't want to spoil it for when it does come out. Cause I think it's going to be next year's festival runner. Um, pretty much days and days and days go by of just fucking them surviving. And slowly over time, I played with the idea of like, what happens when you put two people in a, in a room for such a long time? I like, I'm a voyeur. Like naturally I watch people all the fucking time when I'm walking through the streets on yeah. the bus, whatever. And I've also watched situations like when I was living in, in rural New South Wales with my mum and a few of her boyfriends, people go nuts when they're in close in close spaces. And quarantine also backed my theory up. If you're in a fucking close proximity with someone that you actually have anything against, whew, that's a wrap. And so he starts to blame her. He's like, I fucking wanted to stay in the city. <laughs> I didn't want to ever fuck come out here. This van lifing shit was your idea. And she's like, bro, if we were in the fucking city, we'd be dead. So thank me later. Um, they're running out of food, shit's getting intense, and they start to pretty much not talk to each other. He's sleeping in the driver's seat, she's sleeping in the bed in the back of the van. And they come together one fateful night uh, for a good old good old sex session, and Dude, yeah, that shit, gets, shit. shit gets intense. <laughs> they start to fight a little bit, and she's like, nah, nah, my guy, not tonight. They're still fucking, and she just straight up fucking kills him. Straight up kills him while they're fucking. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I was like writing this shit. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go real fucking intense here. And so that's like one of the, like, she's fucking like just stabbing the shit out of him, bro. And and then like it just like cuts to her like realizing what she's done. And she's like, fuck. And she goes to get some water and she drinks the water. She realizes she's out of water. She opens the food cupboard to fucking get the next bottle of water. Realizes no fucking food either. And she's like, fuck, she's got to do. Fuck, she's breaking down, bro. She's breaking down. Next shot. I'm going to play it because it's so beautiful. Everybody who I've told this to, they're like, dude, I can't so wait how to are we see gonna get, shit. Are we going to get to the cannibalism? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see where it's going. So I, I was like, I was so, trying so long to figure out how to end this. I had the idea that she's like, she kills herself. I was like, I can be really tragic here. She's just like, fuck it. Like the last shot is her just literally like, like just drinking petrol to fucking die. Right. Um, and so I was like, damn, what do I do? And then I have this playlist. It's called, it's the most iconic fucking playlist in my playlist. It's called, um, is it this one? No, it's the, it's the other one. Uh, songs for after they killed someone, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I was listening through this and I was adding shit to it. And it was, I took a lot of inspiration from like Coen Brothers, right? If you ever watched a Coen Brothers film, they like old music. Uh-huh. I was like, all right, I'm going to look at all the 50 songs that could work for this shit. Everyone who I've told this has gone fucking mental, by the way. So it cuts to black after she freaked out. The next shot, <laughs> the next fucking shot. Panning away as she's just cooking up the fucking body, bro. And she's going ham at his flesh, right? And so it's pretty savage, but it gets better. I was like, I need one last piece de resistance for this film. You need the cherry on top. I need the cherry on top, right? And so I was going back and back and back. You're seeing it like reveal the van. You're seeing it reveal her. And as it gets to the widest shot, you see two police cars, 
paramedic, a military truck, a fire engine, all racing towards this car, right? Next next shot, audio starts to fade in. So you're hearing this as it cuts. He's like, no fucking way. Today, Australia was affected by an EMP blast as nukes detonated off the coast of Australia. They didn't fucking hit. They missed, bro. They missed. Nobody was affected. Wait, Nobody's what? dead. The energy was just out. No. <laughs> so as soon as they've restored shit, they've started finding people. And so they finally got to her after oh, she's no. fucking killed her douchebag boyfriend. Oh, and I was like, damn, damn my guy. I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's the piece oh, de resistance. I'll piss so many people off. It's gonna piss so many people off. But it's like, Cause like I, I played around with so many things in there, dude. I, I wanted a motif and I couldn't figure out what this motif was. Mm. And the boyfriend's the motif. His death is like her her like finally just giving giving all like relinquishing all control yeah. to the planet. Um he's like a really classical city boy. He's wearing his fucking Nike Air Max. And the whole time, That's dude, shy. she's wearing like her classical fucking van life sandals. Yeah. The last shot, she's wearing his fucking Nike Air Max, bro. Oh. She's like, fuck it, man. I should just stay in the fucking city. <laughs> it's so good. I loved it. Because people in the city have been living normally, bro. Yeah, like, they, these motherfuckers have been doing yeah. SOS calls and everything. It's going to be mad. so, so good. That's I love it. If you listen to this, it's still a surprise. Forget about it immediately. But, yeah. Damn, bro. It took, And that's what I, I like, yeah. I've been watching a lot of Animal King, sh like Kingdom shit for that. Cause I was like, I want to figure out. And I, I talked about it, like the, the lions, dude, mm. they can stay around for so long dormant. It just takes that one thing to make them break. Damn. One thing. So damn. yeah, that was her one thing, bro. It's damn. I actually have a segment, bro. We should do a segment before we end this. I've been playing around with segments on here. I, I can't like, get over that. That's crazy. Oh dude, it's going to be so good. I can't wait for people to fucking, fucking watch it. It's going to be cool. I mean, I, I didn't fuck with short films for so long. I found them so hard to, like, make interesting. And then it's so funny how backwards I did things because, like, most people start off writing short films before they write a feature. Yeah. But then I, I wrote my feature before I'd written any, like, solid short films. And, like, now that I've finished writing my feature, kind of, like, I've still got a little bit to do to it, I find it so easy to write short films. I wrote the one that we're working on now in a night. Like, just one night, I was like, I fucking sent it to you. Me. Like, can you read this? I'm like, uh, I was like, message you like, was it, was it like 5 a.m. in the morning? I was like, can Probably, you read this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I finished it. I finished it. Like, I'll get to it on Monday. Uh, yeah, it was it was dope. But yeah, no, I have I have a segment. We can play a segment. Uh sweet. Um, oh, I hate this. This is gay. <laughs> Guess that song. Nah, man, we're not gonna do that. What? I think this is. A, I think this is a good segment. If you could spend one day with one of the following artists, who would be? I'm gonna read them out. You pick only one artist. You you just spend day with them, bro. It's a day with him. Just day with them. That's it. Right. Day in the studio. Day. We'll make it. We'll make it ups. You get to make. You get to make a song with them. You get to make a song with them. I got Tyler Creator, classic. Mm -hmm. Labyrinth, Kendrick, Frank Ocean, Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, Britney Spears. You don't know who Olivia Rodrigo is, so I'm not gonna even include her. Fuck her. Lol. Uh, Billy Eilish. Eilish is the last one on my I list. Kendrick. 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 Of course it's fucking Kendrick, bro. Kendrick. If it's anybody, it's gotta be Kendrick. Did you put Kid Laura and Kendrick in the same list? Or something? <laughs> I, I know. It's a crime, but I had to do it. What's your what's your thoughts on Kid? Oh, oh good on him, bro. He's like eighteen. Yeah, he's fucking on top of the world, it. but yeah. he did what he did. Yeah. He did what he did. People hate on him because like he's probably like left <sighs> Australia. Well, Are you not gonna leave Australia if you become like well, like you get big? He got, he got big in America, not Australia. Yeah, they weren't loving him Australia as much. 
But I like genuine question: If you got big, would you would you leave Australia or would you stay here? Oh, I would always have a house here. I'd always come back here. Always, at least like mm. always, because I feel like when when you when you go out there and do the big city life in LA or whatever, yeah. kind of tend to lose yourself for sure. A little bit, lose yeah. yourself a lot. I think that I've thought about it the same. I was like, I need to have a house here so I can come back whenever I need to. Yes. But I think that I would spend a majority of my time in a place like New York, um, purely because of how how quick and fast everything is. Yeah. For your career, that would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. That would be dangerous. It's but I like a city danger. that never sleeps. I like danger. Yeah. So when you're trying to get your career out, you got to go out mm-hmm. to a place where other people ain't trying to mm-hmm. let their career down. So yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because I think that here is just I don't know if you agree, but like Australia has this weird thing where it's like quite slow to get shit done. Um, as an artist, sometimes, I mean, filmmaking process alone is fucking crazy. If you ever want to shoot a feature film here, you've got to go through so many hubes and jubes. Yeah, and we like, only got 20 million people on yeah. this whole island. So. And that's it too, but there's like, like, there's no major prop houses. There's no right. major fucking like big there's places no like that. structures yet that are built to support no. and push creators in a way. A lot of the props for this feature film I ordered from Los Angeles. Mm. I ordered it from an LA prop house. There you go. Over. LA prop house. Well, here's there's a prop house um on Annaly. We not Annaly. Yeah, but uh, it's point. it's different. It's not like prop. It's not like prop props. It's like event props. What? It's like yeah. It's like like tables and fucking oh tables and, that. and shit. Long. Yeah, I know they called it the prop house and it's not <laughs> even a fucking prop house, <laughs> man. I got so bro. mad. I was thinking like masquerades and yeah, nah. See, and like there's a few in Victoria. Funnily enough, because Victoria yeah. has a pretty healthy film industry. Not a lot here. Not a lot in Brisbane. Uh, not a lot in Sydney. Yeah, Victoria is very like a creative capital. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, as much as we don't like to admit it, because Victoria is kind of fucking cold and dark. I uh, like that vibe though. Still, <laughs> for a certain amount of time. For a certain like amount of time, okay. I think. I yeah, I I I strive off melatonin. Like I like I like Brisbane City so much because of how like warm and vibrant it is. It's it's like yeah. being in an oversaturated picture. I always think of it. It's like yeah. You're in this really orange fucking, and I like I, I like, like Mexico. Have you been to the go- uh, Sunshine Coast? That shit's so. I live on the sun. Yeah, I live on the Sunshine like Coast. That's like so bright and just. There's just no culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's all white. It's all fucking white dudes. It's all old white it's dudes with their shirt off. Dudes. I love it though. And it's fucking weird. plastic white women, dude. They don't even look good. Bro. They're fucking. They're like. They're like fucking off they're brat stalls, bro. NPCs, that's what they are. They are NPCs. They're NPCs, bro. Sunshine Coast doesn't exist. They're like just in default mode, bro. And they're all so stupid. I have this <laughs> saying, and it's like, I remember I went on a preach about it, bro, ages ago when COVID started, because they were all the dumb motherfuckers who were just doing their like own thing. They're like, what's COVID? <laughs> Not wearing their mask, fucking fucking shit up for the rest of us. Because. I was like, you dumb mother, you dumb wrinkly tanned <laughs> motherfuckers. The sun's Dude. fucked your brain. They the sun has fucked your brain. La La Land. Yeah, they they, they fucking the do. Put a put a fucking hat on, motherfucker. Word, bro. Put a fucking hat on. Some sunscreen on. Someone yeah. Said just block the sun and sunshine curse would just be like. Dude, because they're stupid because of it. They're so Nothing dumb. Well. There's no culture to shape them. They're all just white people. Like here in Brisbane, bro, it's a cultural overload. I still remember the first time I came here. I came from fucking Dolby. Like, Dolby. Dolby, bro. You know what that shit is. No, that's that. That's peace volumes. That's like it's <laughs> out past fucking um Toowoomba, like way oh, so whoop, out. Whoop whoop, bro. Yeah. Damn. Fucking, I came from there and we came here with Tara Rowley, my drama teacher for for Brizfest. And I remember like because we were in year eleven and twelve, we could kind of do our own thing for a little bit. We could go get our own food. We could go get yeah. Our, yeah. When we weren't doing like school school related activities, 
and I walked the streets for like an hour um, between like we had this like weird spot between like where we arrived to the hotel and then we had a show like an hour later and it was like, you know, just go explore, go do whatever the fuck you want. Um, teachers were just doing their thing. I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to sit in this hotel room. We were, we were at the Oaks on, on the river and I was like, ah, fuck it, man. I'm going to go explore. Straight at the fucking door, there's a bosker. I was like, oh. It's fucking cool. It's I kept sick. walking. I was like, I took my headphones out because I was like, usually I walk around with headphones in. Took my headphones out. I was like, damn, man, listen to all this fucking sound. This shit is inspirational. This shit feels alive. There's culture here. There's different people. You've got fucking all sorts of ethnicities here. You can learn a few things, bro. It's not just all white people doing the one thing. I grew up around white people. I fucking hate them, bro. They're all dumb. Um, you know, I've learned the most I've learned, uh, I think, in my life is from my pop, yeah. who was fucking, like, super, super inspirational, super old, um, right. and dying. So he had that level of, like, mortality to him where he was like, I, I, I'm, I'd i rather pass on knowledge than be a, a cock, you know? Yeah. There was no ego. Um, yeah, and then my... dies before you die. Yeah, your ego... The, the ego death. I play, a lot, I play around a lot with ego death. I yeah. love the idea of an ego death. Um, but then my uncle also, who's Maori, and he grew up, like, um, in a... Like, with a... Um, white dad and like white white childhood kind yeah. of thing but then also surrounded by like you know his new zealand family and so i've learned a lot from people who aren't just stereotypical white people with no education yeah. um and on the sunshine coast that feels like pretty much the only thing you're gonna fucking get is a bunch of white people just surfing and fucking eating fish and chips surfing. and shit surfing that's what they do surfing bro. What they do. and yeah. like going to like really by the way subpar fucking cafes <laughs> that shit's not even good just because they have a good interior decorator yep. doesn't mean their fucking food is good i paid like 20 dollars for some shit and i was so like this shit is though. average bro <laughs> shit like that doesn't survive in the city because no one goes yeah, there yeah. and then it's like all right if you're not paying your rent get the fuck out let's put something else in here like you think about it yeah i love i love brisbane because of that and sydney doesn't have that either sydney is very dirty and like fucking sad bro everybody's just retarded as well you just explained it like perfectly them seagulls run that bitch yeah yeah (laughs) it's fucking weird dude it's like oddly cold and dark and like shady the sun doesn't reach shady it's shady that's what it is yeah sun doesn't reach parts of the city it's fucking weird at certain time of the day and it's like Mm. always 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 a siren Always a fucking siren, man. Always. Because they're so terrible at planning down there. Like I honestly, I I've thought about it a lot, and I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to make this statement. I think Brisbane is the the most well planned fucking city in Australia. I think one of at least. I know Perth is pretty well planned. Um, well, I was, yeah, I was just in Perth. Plan wow. Perth? You don't think is that well planned? Not as good as Brisbane. It's well Brisbane. planned, but Brisbane, yeah, you can get to where you need to go to, like that. Yep. All the streets are fucking okay. Like. Literally every city on the planet should be designed how Brisbane is designed. And most are, tr- they did try to, but they kind of got ahead of themselves to the yeah. point where they, they overdeveloped and then they're like, fuck, we've got to change shit up. All your streets are like this, bro. Like in the actual crosses, CBD. Bro. Yeah, I'm drawing Nelson <laughs> crosses. And, th- and you've got a free like cross streets, obviously, and alleyways. But uh, driving in Sydney is a nightmare. Driving in Sydney is a nightmare. Because shit's like this. It's like, the f- it's like the fucking um, town yeah. planner. Because my pop was a town planner, so he used to make a lot of jokes. But it's like the, the town planner just had a fucking seizure. He was like, you know what? We're going to put a road here. In the- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, yeah. shit, man. Look what we ended up with. <laughs> so it's just retarded, man. And like there's a lot of fucking hills. They put like, the stop signs in the wrong places. It's just spastic, bro. They're terrible at planning. So there's always sirens because they can't get to where they need to get to. 
I mean, here, even in Brisbane, they're, they're fucking, they're smart, bro. So There's sure. like, so I remember where I live on Milton Road, it used to be like the main stretch to get to like Tawong, right? Yeah, I used to be around Milton as well. Yeah, you know, like Milton Road, how yeah. it's like very, it's still very busy. I won't lie. It's still very busy because a lot of people. Chases, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, well, a lot of people try to use that road yeah. um, to avoid the toll road. However, police, policemen, firemen, uh, ambulances don't pay tolls. So now they have two options, right? If they have to get from blah, blah, blah to blah, 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 they can try and take the highway. If that shit's blocked, boop, boop, they're on Milton Road and they can yeah. just fucking soar down there. Yeah. Planning. Bro, so, and also so seeing like, you know, um, when, you go, when, you're, when you're on the Saturday Highway going to towards Milton. Yeah. Um, before you hop off to the roundabout, yeah. you keep going straight to the toll road. When you On the toll section, there's like a little area and there's mm. like, a, like a tow truck. It's like just, um, just waiting for like something to happen. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy to me. That's good planning, bro. Yeah, it's <laughs> Strategic like, as fuck. Of like some unit down the road or something. Yeah. Some suburb like 10 kilometers away. You, can, you have the- You have shit right there, right there. on the highway. Same as with police, man. Police are really good here. Um, oh, they're dickheads, but yeah. They, oh, smart. all cops are cunts, bro. <laughs> we, we just like cops. Yeah. Um, But fucking, at least here in, in Queensland, they're, they're smart enough to be strategically placed. I remember yeah, when I lived in New South Wales, that shit was smart. nuts, bro. Smart as hell. Um, dude, there's no way you're getting away from the police in, in Queensland. <laughs> I mean, you can try, you can try, <laughs> and you probably can succeed. But in Brisbane, they're mighty fucking good at getting people, bro. Oh, they love. No, what they do is like, they will usually like someone's like, they'll like if you're driving too recklessly, they'll let you go. Yeah, yeah, we'll just and they'll get your information. They get, yeah. the, they get the cameras. Two months, maybe maybe three months late, four months later, you get a knock on your door, you're going to jail. Yeah, pretty you know much. So like. They're, 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 really, sm- they're, they're really sneaky reasonable. motherfuckers. They're, they're, they're just, they don't care about stopping, like, they don't care right. about safety. They just care about like, just getting you. Dude, gold place, gold, 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 gold play, try again. I'm going to try again again. GC, bro. Gold Coast police fucked up lately. Like, recently, did you see that? What they do? So, like, because I was going to become a police officer before I realized uh, yeah, I, I, I was going to be a hated I, cunt. I, I, I love right. the cars and everything. Yeah, well, that was the whole thing. I was yeah, like, damn, bro, I get to be... And <laughs> by the way, yeah, you, you go into it. If you want to become a cop, you always go in with the mentality of like, oh, I'm going to be a good guy. Yeah. And then you like look into the police force and like, holy fuck, they're so corrupt. Uh, you're like, I don't want to be fucking knocking down doors with people Wait, who are doing drugs, up, bro. Yeah, Gulag Acapella. Guy. Yeah, Gulag yeah. Acapella. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to search that up too. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to be law enforcement. And I, I, I like especially wanted to be like a patrol officer bef- like at first. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm going to be a detective. And I was like, damn, I went down that detective path i remember when i was doing legal studies if a chase gets over i think it's 60 kilometers an hour in a in a residential area which by the way is the whole of fucking brisbane if, yeah. if, from here to tawong if it gets over 60 kilometers an hour they have to they have to stop the chase and that is anywhere on the gold coast they didn't do that they just kept going even though legally they were supposed oh, yeah, to north side kids yeah yeah they fucked up bro if you keep chasing it shit escalates we have police helicopters. We have quite a few police helicopters. Um, Sydney doesn't even have too as many police helicopters. Yeah, it's too expensive to keep it in the air. But we've also got a lot of cameras everywhere. I mean, there's cameras on every single like intersection, pretty much. Keep keep watching the cameras. Why'd they have to chase them? And it's always that one dumb fucking old white cop who's just on his power trip about fucking not letting kids get away and like. It's all over. If you have I don't a, know if they don't get enough justice. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. If you have an ego when you're a cop, get Doesn't the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, go go home, bro. I still remember I got, like, uh, crash tackled 
I, I've had a few run-ins with the police. <laughs> I, I got I got crash tackled one time in Fortitude Valley um, for such a simple reason. I want you to guess why I got crash tackled. I want you to take a wild, wild guess. Why did I get crash okay, tackled? Okay, so I've, I've had interactions in Fortitude Valley as well. So I'm, I'm guessing you just like shoulder bumped a cop. Accident. Okay, that's that's pretty minute. Um, but it was even less than that. I didn't even make any Jeez. physical contact or anything with them. What did you? There was a fight happening. Yeah. Right. It was like middle of the fucking night. Like it's it's As valley it's, time. Yeah, of course. I'm drunk, bro. Natural habitat. I'm drunk. <laughs> shit's shit's loud. Right. Yeah. There's a fight, and I'm like, hey, if I can get into it. As I'm walking past, yeah. I keep walking. I didn't hear this motherfucker. Apparently, he told me to stop. I don't think you fucking did still to this day because I've got sensitive hearing, so I'm going to fucking hear you if you tell me to stop. He's like, no, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, he told me to stop. And so I'm fucking walking along and I feel a hand on my shoulder. Now, it's the valley. I'm not going to immediately fucking turn around and there's a hand on my shoulder. There's a million fucking drunk people. I feel a hand on my shoulder. I keep walking. Next minute, fucking boom. I was like, what the fuck? The handcuffs are going on. I'm like, okay, the fuck is going on? He was like, I'm, I'm putting you under arrest for resisting arrest. I'm putting you under arrest <laughs> for, for resisting this. arrest. Yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, hold the fucking door. What the fuck? Yeah. What do you mean? It and Fortitude, like Fortitude Valley, by the way, I don't know if you fucking know this. Historically, the most corrupt fucking police station. Like, there's a whole fucking inquest into them. It was part of the Brisbane Art and Design Festival. Like, Not they had a whole installation about how corrupt this cop station was. Yeah. And so I, I got out of there pretty quickly. I was like, look, if you don't let me go, I'm just straight up gonna fucking sue the department. I was like, dude, I'm not gonna play around here. I was like, I was like, dude, my nan has money. She'll fuck you up. <laughs> I was like, leave Bro, me alone. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so weird. Like we were walking, right? It was like we were walking up that main that main strip where Mike is. Mm. We we're just walking. A bunch of cops come this way, mm. and we on, I went on the other side. Mm. Now apparently, that's what the cop says. My cousin brushed the cop with his shoulder. Why does that matter? I mean, it's Fortitude Valley. With, with the shoulder, right? Brush. And we just kept walking, and they kept walking. And then came back two minutes later. One of the the cop that was talking shit came back, and he was like, I'm putting you under arrest for assaulting a police officer. Yeah, it's so easy. They have so much power. Like two minutes later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they fucked up. Yeah. Dude. And they locked him up till like 5 a.m. We had to go get him in the morning. Yeah. It's like, what's the reason... I mean, they're just stupid, bro. They're just bored, to be honest. But yeah, I've had a few. I've had a few like that. Um, another time, it was New Year's Eve on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, I had a, a bottle of port that my pop had bought me when I was born, yeah. and I was finally eighteen. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna drink this bitch. Like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink this shit. This this <laughs> fucking aged port, bro. Fuck yeah. And the sign said you could take closed bottles and cans onto the beach, right? Good. And so it was closed. It was still corked. It hadn't been opened. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this onto the beach. I'm going to sit down with this girl. I'm going to drink this port. It's going to be fucking romantic. It's going to be good. I mean, late tonight, it's all good. Fucking cop stops me at the entrance. He's like, you can't take that onto the beach. I'm like, I point to the sign. I'm like, it's a closed bottle. He goes, you can't take that onto the beach. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, bet, bro. It's a closed bottle. He's like, all right, give it to me. I was like, no fucking way I'm giving it to you. I was like, my pop bought this when I was born. There's no fucking way I'm giving this. My pop's dead too. I was like, this this sentimental. I'm keeping the bottle after. Like it's a it's a good day. Give me the bottle now. I was like, the fuck? The girl with me goes off. <laughs> she goes, You fat copper cunt, you stupid pig fuck. Oh, there he, you go. Yeah, he fucking <laughs> grabs her arm, bro. Spins her around, fucking arm bars her. I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, why are you arresting her? He's like assault on a police officer. 
I'm like, it's not assault if it's fucking true. It can't be verbal assault if she's just speaking facts. He's like, what are you saying? I'm like, you are a fat cunt. <laughs> I was like, you're a fat old white motherfucker. Uh-huh. Uh, straight up, dude. Another female cop comes. By the way, female cops are scary. She comes up behind me. She grabs my arm. She's like, okay, don't fucking resist. I'm like, I'm not resisting, cunt. Like, yeah, what no, are you honest, on, At that bro? point, I can't, I'm not, I'm not one to, I, I can control myself to a certain point. After that, I'm probably just gonna headbutt the cunt. Yeah, see, I, I I want it so much, but I also know that if I get like an assault on a police officer charge, it's just never gonna fucking go away. So I don't, I haven't been charged. I've been very, very lucky to not be charged. Um, lucky you, bro. I've always just been put away for like the night or like not even a night. Sometimes that one where they they arrested me at the beach. Um, yeah. I was only in there for about an hour, which pissed me off more. And I think I spat on like the fucking desk. Um, they didn't do anything, which was good. But I was like, the, the fuck did you bring me here for an hour for? You didn't even process uh, me. On New Year's as well. Yeah, like, like there's so many people getting arrested on New Year's. You're all going to really waste the fucking space with me? <laughs> I didn't do anything. I called you a fat cunt. You can't bring the bottle. It's closed. Just, yeah. Uh, oh, they smashed the bottle, bottel. too. They smashed yeah. the bottle. Because yeah. when they grabbed me, it just smashed, bro. I was like, you uh, fuckers, bro. That's probably why she said stop resisting. Because she probably thought I fucking threw the bottle at her or some shit. But I just dropped it when she grabbed my arm. I was already like seven drinks in. Like I'm not gonna fuck. I'm not like the. I'm not the most coordinated person when I'm drunk. I'm pretty flimsy. Um, some of the fights I've had have been pretty pathetic because I will just miss your face straight up. Like I'm not coordinated <laughs> at all. But yeah, no, they're cunts, bro. They're they're pretty bad. I think it is just that like they've got so much like power. Like realistically, they can say whatever the fuck they want. What are you gonna do? Like prove them wrong? Set bottom. Make him bleed. Make him bleed. That's all you can do. That's like, all you can like, do. Or you, or you can just like t- like take it up the ass and just like go to the fucking yep. jail and shit. And just yeah. Go get protest. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm. I'm going down with a fight. Fuck yeah. That. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. I'm. An, I'm, I'm an anarchist. I've always said it, bro. <laughs> it's. It's. Yeah. It's fucking retarded, man. Cops are fucking guns, bro. They got nothing to do. I think. I think of it often, but like in a place like Fortitude Valley, they should be a little bit more careful with that kind of fucking that level of corruption already happening, bro. And that well known, by the way, they had they went from like having a massive station because they were like a fucking normal precinct to, oh you're corrupt, corner. yeah you're corrupt, <laughs> fuck you, haha, <laughs> dumb fucks, you got caught, um, uh, <laughs> pathetic little motherfuckers. But yeah, female cops scare me, bro. They're like, they're just on all the time. You know what I mean? Like some some male cops can be pretty chill. Yeah, like they can be pretty all right about the situations. Yeah. Whenever, oh, for sure. Whenever there's a fucking girl cop rock up, bro, it's like they're already ready to just fucking shoot a cunt. <laughs> they're, just, they're just like, <laughs> you're gonna stop moving. You're gonna stop fucking moving. You're like, I'm not moving, cunt. <laughs> and the male cop will be quiet too. It's yeah, real funny. Word. And you're just like, uh, can I mo- can I turn my head? Am I am I gonna get tased if I turn my head? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's that's crambles on police officers, by the way. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Look at the cops. They bu- they bust in. You're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> You're under arrest for disrupting the peace. Oh fuck, dude. But yeah, they've they've fucked up a few times recently, which is interesting. Yeah. There's people at the door. Oh, is there? Oh, it is. It is 4:53. I'm not, I'm gonna end the podcast. You're lying. What do we What do we do for the outro? Um 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 um. um. Should we do Tyler? Yeah. Let's do Tyler. Tyler, if you just want to pop out and tell them my ending. Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the creator. Creator, the Tyler. Creator, the Tyler. Tyler creates. Want to do ego? All right, let's turn this shit up. It's the intro theme. I'll I'll do my exits when you are. Drop your socials, by the way, right now. Oh, socials. Everything is at smoothit, S-M-O-O-V-I-T. 
Fuck yeah. Uh, Twitter, it's two T's at the end. It's quite quite dope. Oh, you're at Twitter too. I don't have to follow you on Twitter. Oh, word. I do get Twitter, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Alright. I think it's like coming up. It's got to be close. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that was another episode of Crambles. You can catch us on Spotify, YouTube, wherever the fuck you're listening. We'll be there. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. We're going to let this burn out. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, man. So cool to catch you.